Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HFFL pod. Week eight. What's popping, everybody? We have, for the second time this year, your favorite, my favorite. He is the one of the most entertaining men in the HFFL, Corey Stevens. How are you, sir? Big Dick Rich. How's it going, buddy? I'm just living the dream, man. I see you drinking a little wine. Oh, I got yeah. a little bush latte, and I've got the old uh, the hunting uh, camo limited edition cans, which I just, I literally, Rich, I went to the store a couple days ago to get a 30-pack of bush light. They didn't have any of my camo cans. I, I just walked out. Oh, you're they, like, fuck it. If, if, if it can be seen, I don't want it. No, if it, they were the, they had a 30 pack of normal bush light cans. I said, nope, can't do it. It has to be the camo limited edition. It's fall. So, um, it, so are they, are they, do they also have the orange or is it just the camo? So every, every season they change them. Uh, okay. They did the a can design. So last year it was the orange cans and now they're going like more of like, uh, just let's like, see a, that. let's see it. Let's see it right now. Let's see yeah. It. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, so, I'm, so, I'm a, but, I'm but a you're a, you're a bush light snob. Is what you're selling. Hundred percent. Yeah. It has to be the right cans with a limited edition for sure. Yeah. So I'm sipping my wine, right? You're sipping your bush light, bit, yep. bit of a bit of snob snobbery going on. Oh yeah. um, how was your week, bud? Uh my week was uh good. Not bad. Can't complain. Um I've been at volleyball games two nights a week. I just got home from a, a vol- varsity volleyball quad, which means there are four teams there. Yeah. And I literally want to shoot myself with a gun. So I'm glad that you, <laughs> uh, I said, told my wife, like, sorry, I got a pod tonight. Got to leave early. Yeah. And my wife and two other kids are there. So thank you, Rich, for getting me, getting me out of the third game of volleyball. Cause it was fucking brutal. I got you big fella. I got you Thanks, big fella. Um, so I heard you went to happy hour today, huh, Rich? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you go with? myself um yeah there you go yeah so uh wife was uh, going to dinner with a friend and um perfect i uh got done with work early went to the gym yep hit the iron and then yep. i was like you know what i need to find a place to, to get some dinner there and you go. uh there's a place down the street seafood restaurant that does a happy hour between three and six so they do seven hour old fa- or seven dollar old fashions Ooh. they do 25 percent off wine including bottles of wine mm-hmm. um, so i happened to buy a bottle and i brought it home oh. uh, so that's you me drink right that here. you better finish that bottle by word while we're yeah. doing oh, the pot I mean, tonight i mean shit it's it's halfway gone already is your wife still gone mm. of the girls no 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 she's home she's home. oh gotcha uh, what'd you get to eat so i had um so right now they're doing customer appreciation week so doing one dollar oysters so Ooh, nice. yeah, it's uh, I did ten oysters, I did ten peel and eat shrimp, uh, and a wedge salad. So oh, that a boy. Hey, there you go. Looks sounds yeah. good. No, it was fantastic. It's one of the best places to go. So okay. how's Corey Vegas doing, man? Are you up? You down? What's you know, your right now? Uh, you know, I actually haven't even. I haven't. I've been bit really busy, so I haven't tracked. I'm actually up and down. I think I'm probably about even, you know, I think in the beginning of the year, I probably took a little hit uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've gotten more successful. Uh, I'm sick of Scott taking money from me. And I didn't get a text <laughs> from him. Uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I didn't get a text or anything from him about hit what he wants to bet tonight. So I guess uh, I so can't. So it's going to take... be a week where he doesn't take money from you. Yep. And it's got to sting even worse considering it's your arch rival. And especially when he picks himself and he, and he covers, I'm like, so like this yeah. week when I'm setting lines, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make sure this line is a little good enough where, so if he, like I, where I think it's a little heavy. So if he bets himself, he hopefully <laughs> loses. 
That's well, probably, yeah. why, that's probably well, why he didn't bet. He's four and three against the spread, and he's taken himself every week. You're saying, right? Or well, uh, or has he like no, picked not and not every week? He's picked and choose. Uh, and he's la- picked right. I, yeah, when yeah, exactly <laughs> when he's picked right, and that just pisses me off even more. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you're making your uh, money back on me. I hit that one big parlay, and then I almost hit that one last oh, week. Thank I God for a Rico and not start Jordan. <laughs> Because I might have had to retire. That'd have been a sixty-five dollar hit right there. That Ooh. four, that four-leg parlay. Ooh. That'd have been nice. I my butt cheeks were puckering a little bit. <laughs> but instead, instead, Orico doesn't start Addison. Yeah, and I lose. I pay you your unit, and uh, I'm only up two. Now yep. I'm still I'm still up two, which is good. I'm still up two, which is the the benefit of the parlay. You can be wrong more than you're right, and you can 100%. still come out on top. Yep. That being said, let's take a look real quick at the uh so the pick'em. Uh so for the league pick'em, we have a four-way tie for first, Corey, and you're part of it. I heard that. Uh, I see that. We have Ryan, me, you, and Jeff. And this is with Ryan not picking two weeks, by the way. Now, how good wow. is this guy at picking wow. uh pick'ems? He missed completely two weeks, didn't pick forgot about it and he's still tied for first me you jeff at 28 you got jimmy and walt at 27 uh kellen at 26 and i think that's where it ends mike's tried to do it dave kind of fell off julian picked the first two weeks and gave up and then scott orico brendan and Corey hagerman just aren't involved enough and don't care to win a unit from Jimmy at the end of the year. Yeah, I could talk so. shit among because they probably don't even listen to this pod. So go, you can, they all can go Yeah, exactly. Them. We can say whatever we want about Scott, uh, Scott, Rico, Brendan, and, and Hagerman, because yeah, they don't listen. They don't pay. They don't participate. They don't, they don't even, they don't even reject my, my bullshit trade offers. I give them. Hey Scott, I just, I just open up a full Gator. I just pour it on the drinks. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what color was it? It was red. It was red. Fuck, fuck red Gatorade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck that shit. All right, so let's get into the standings. Um, we have Jimmy in first place uh, by about 80 points or so uh, for points four at five and two. Walt is also at five and two. Kellen at five and two as well. Um, much closer to, to Walt than Walt is to Jimmy. He's only about 16 points behind. Then you have Ryan at five and two as well, well back about 130 points, 100, yeah, 130 points back, uh, also at five and two. You then have the four and three group, which is Julian, yourself, Corey, uh, which I would have expected you at the top of the four and three group, but Julian is ahead of you. Um, Dump Truck Dave, four and three. And then you also have Corey Hagerman hanging around at four and three with 168.7 points uh, average four per week and scott also at the bottom of this four and three group averaging 164.2 points per week then we go to three and four we only have one team at three and four we have jeff averaging 175.8 then we go to two and five two and five a very surprising two and five team to lead it off with orico uh at 188.6 points and brendan at two and five as well 174 and then you have mike at one and six and me at one and six and we're just dog shit. There's no reason to even talk about that, but any reflections on the standings from you, Corey? 
You know, I I think you know this is the next couple of weeks are huge, and I'll go and do it in some other things that I've got not written down. But right. you know, it, it, that that bit, I think that four and three group is is the most interesting part of the standings. I think right now, mm-hmm. um, and I think you know, there, you know, you 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 see Ryan there with the points four, um, and some of those four and three teams. I think because I, I, I would group Ryan into that four and three group. So yeah, that, he's bottom of the barrel, and he yeah. if he was four and three though. But here here's the thing. If yeah. Ryan was four and three, he would be, be in the playoffs. He, he'd be he'd be right behind you. Yep. Um, still in front of Dave, still in front of Hagerman, still in front of Scott. So there's there's these teams that are you know it's the uh, it, this is the week and maybe n- this week and next week is the contender versus pretender separation week. I think so. I think I agree with that for sure. Yeah, where we're gonna see we're gonna see these guys that if they don't do something to to fix their Low points for which Dave's at 170, Hagerman's at 169, Scott's at 164. Mm-hmm. If they can't fix that, they're not going to make the playoffs, right? Um, but at the other end, right, you have you and Julian at four and three who are averaging 190 and 195 points respectively. Um, could make the points, and then surprisingly, you know, Ryan at five and two, um, which maybe he's already done enough to make the playoffs, he's averaging 181 almost a week. So, um, yeah, it's interesting to get into, and we'll get into that later. We do have a segment tonight where we're going to cover uh, our playoff predictions. So, that being said, enough with the introduction. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about some trades this week. Um, we'll see, and we'll talk hot takes, uh, and then we'll get into the Week 7 recap. Three yards in a cloud. Um, now that I actually have a co-host this week, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have uh, some uh, league announcements. We'll go over buys and picks, and, and we'll talk a little bit about the current standings. We'll go talk about the week eight matchups, and then our final thought tonight is going to be our prediction for what we think the playoffs look like, who we think is going to make it, where the seeds are going to be. We're going to go seed for seed, Corey, tonight, and yeah. we're going to go first seed, what the record is, second seed, what the record is. And we'll, we'll get into that. And we'll, we'll talk about that there at the end. So stick around. We're going to get to that. See if you think you can make it or not. That being said, we had a trade this week. We had Jimmy and Mike. Jimmy gets Russell Wilson. Mike gets Mac Jones and Orico's 2024 third, which looks to be a mid-round third. What do you think, Corey, about, about that? You know, I to- totally forgot about this when I was doing uh, our notes. Uh, you know, I, I do what I would for Jimmy. Would I rather have Russell Wilson? Um, and again, I don't know. I should look at it and who, who. Um, well, go ahead and who, take a look. Let me let yeah, me, yeah, let me yeah, start no. you. Let me start yeah, off yeah. then. I just want to um, see who Patrick Mahomes or who Wilson's playing on Mahomes' bye. So for this, right, Russell's like thirty-three, Max like twenty-four. Right. So you you gain 10 years of possibilities with Mac Jones. Right. And whether or not Mac Jones is a QB one, QB two, I think you gain 10 years on a QB. It's a win. Right. So even if it was Russell for Mac Jones straight up, I think it's a good deal for Mike. Then he also gets the 2024 third. Um, I think that's a good deal. I think Mac Jones last week looked like a competent quarterback. I think he's fighting a lot of the the Belichick system right now. He's fighting the fact that he doesn't really have experienced, quality, high-talent tight ends. They don't really have a, a great offensive line. 
They don't really have a stellar running game right now with Ramondre and Zeke. So, and honestly, and also the thing that's carried New England for so long has been great defense, which I don't think they've been able to play this year up until last week. So, for yeah. me, I'd rather have the hope and opportunity of Mac Jones than the downturn and possible slight upturn and then back to a downturn of a Russell Wilson and a mid-round third. So for me, yep. I really like this this move for Mike, dumping an asset that he doesn't need at one and six and picking up nothing but hope and opportunity with Mac Jones in the third. Uh, Mike, I couldn't agree more. I think um... – I, I I think let's be honest. I think Mac Jones has got a, has got a raw deal. He's got his 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 he's got an unfair fun unfair just opinion of from people is because a last year the offensive coordinator for the Patriots was a piece of shit. That whole offense last year was a joke. I thought this year again you give him no no weapons. You know his their wide receiver one is fucking thirty one year old Devontae Parker. They can't run the ball. They have one. They have they have one. Well, of the right two. now it's Kendrick Bourne. Exactly, yeah. and 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 they also have I think um, is one of the top, maybe the top or worst three offensive lines in the league. Uh, their yeah. defense is doing nothing, and frankly, like I, it, I, I will guarantee this: if Mac Jones is starting quarterback on the 49ers, we'd have being have a, having a whole different conversation about Mac Jones's talent. And yeah. so for Mike, like Russell Wilson, I'm I'm sorry, we've seen Russell Wilson. Sean Payton is not is not a miracle worker like we thought he was. And uh, for him, you, Russell Wilson means nothing to you, absolutely nothing. And so to get Mac Jones and have a, maybe a 10-year younger project and a third round makes complete sense. For Jimmy, I don't know. I mean, you look at it, Patrick Mahomes is only bye week is week 10, and that's probably why you got him. And Russell Wilson plays at the Bills. Not sure. I I don't even know who Mac Jones plays week 10, but I guarantee I'd rather have Mac Jones than Russell Wilson at the Bills. And so at, at the Bills is a tough at matchup the Bills, for anybody. I mean, come on. And so to me, I don't understand it. Um, I, I just, again, it, 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 Jimmy, if Matt Patrick Mahomes goes down and tears ACL the rest of the year, you're probably not winning a title anyways. So why give up a, a third round pick and a guy that's 10 years younger for a guy you might start one week. I don't understand yeah. it. And so great, great think, job by Mike. How much more in the tank you think Russ has? 35? Do you think he has two years? Yeah. I mean, how many years will he actually start? Or how, how many years does he have left to be a starting fantasy quarterback? I think, I think, right? he'll, I think Russell Wilson will start until the day he retires. Certainly, but how many how many of those years would does anyone so, want to start him? Okay, so he's going to turn fantasy. 30, so Russell Wilson will turn thirty five November 29th. Okay, yeah. So I thought he was thirty three. I'm sorry. He's, he's going to turn. He's going to turn thirty five this year in November. I'm 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 sorry. He has not looked good. You have two great weapons: Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. You have Javante Williams. You bring in uh, the McLaughlin guy. Their 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 defense is is actually pretty really is pretty good i think it's i think it's you know above average and and russ wilson still can't get it done you still can't beat fucking yeah. zach wilson the jets yeah like like dude i and that being said he's not a hall a, of famer in my book he's not a hall mac of famer. Jones, he's, he ruined that mac jones is 25 he just turned 25 september 5th mm -hmm. so you literally have a, a 10 or 11 or a 10 year younger quarterback with a first year pedigree and a 2022 season where he threw for almost 3,000 yards, 14 touchdowns. 
he, year, bef- he year before talent. that he threw for 3,800 and 22 touchdowns. So I think it's, I think the talent is there. I just think that I don't know if new England is the best situation. And for whatever reason, like new England is where fantasy football players go to die. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can re- even remember a good, like other than Randy Moss, obviously, and Tom Brady and Gronk. Julian Edelman, Wes Welker. I mean, those guys were good. But in they PPR. were. I mean, they I, were know, good in PPR. I know. I know. But Wes they Welker weren't. Was good. They weren't. They weren't like elite guys, right? And maybe no. on other teams, they could have been. I, so, I, 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 I think. I think Tom Brady actually made those guys fantasy football relevant. And if, and you if could, without you Tom Brady, right. no, you could be Tom right. Brady, I think they were just like a. Well, what's that? What's that dude from uh, the Dolphins? The white guy. Um, Braxton Berrios. He, he, I think those guys are Braxton Berrios, but Braxton Berrios doesn't have Tom Brady throwing the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got Tua now, but he also has Waddle and uh, Terry Kale. Terry Kale. Yeah. But yeah. when they're out, he still can. He still can can get it done. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a big Berrios fan. I, I, I actually, mean, I, don't, he, I, I, I don't mind him at all. I like him. I like him. All right. I think that's enough on that trade. Let's yeah. hear about your favorite free agent ad this week. Um, I went with uh, Willie Gay for three dollars to Jeff. Nick Bolton looks like he's out for a while. Um, you know, had last couple of weeks he's had to had some good production. Uh, I think he's you know he's playing above seventy percent of the snaps. That defense uh, needs a guy um, that can kind of run that defense. I think Willie Gay will be that guy. And so, what do you three think da- uh, is going on with with Nick Bolton? What happened with him? I thought he got hurt. He's out for a while. I thought everyone was going to the IR. Is he? He just came off IR like two weeks ago, and I think he just re, just got hurt again. Did yeah. he really? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's oh, uh, no. oh he's gonna miss uh, wrist surgery, undergoing uh, gonna miss about two months. Oh jeez. And so Willie Gay, that I really think stinks for uh, for Brendan there, doesn't? Yeah, it? yeah. And then the only reason why I knew that is because I played Brendan last week and I saw he got hurt. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So yeah. I think Willie Gay for for three bucks, a uh, guy who's gonna is gonna play seventy eight percent of the snaps. So he, I like. He, here's the deal with Willie Gay though, right? Because like Bolton was out. Let me see. Three week, through sit five. Week three, week four, week five. Yep. Right. Yep. And what did Willie Gay do? Week three, week four, week five. Uh, not much. Hold that's on. that's my issue with that pick. Yeah, so like forty-one, he only played only played forty-one percent of the snaps week three, but then he bumped up to seventy-six and seventy-one week four and five. Yeah, and, so and so, so three, four, five, he scored six and a half, six, seven and a half points. Yep. So yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, last two weeks he's done way better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I don't mind the pick. I just wouldn't pick it as my favorite this week because this week, this week, my favorite pick is the Great White Hope, the quarterback slash tight end slash wide receiver slash left tackle, Taysom Hill. Okay. So to me, if you need a high upside tight end and you don't care care about the floor and you're a guy who's desperate to get some wins, like maybe a four, maybe a four and three team that is averaging 195 points a week, like Julian, that says, hey, my guy's going on the IR and I need somebody who can like possibly score two touchdowns in a game and blow the roof off this thing and get me some wins. Taysom Hill's a great pickup. I mean, he's possibly the best tight end out there available right now, Um, but the fact that he doesn't have QB eligibility either, I think kind of irks me a little bit because he also Hmm. plays QB so much, but I to me that's my favorite pickup. I think he was like a couple bucks. One dollar. Uh, One dollar he picked him up for. 
I, and I don't mind yeah, that, Rich. That's my favorite ad. I didn't, I didn't mind that, Rich. My only concern, the reason why I didn't pick that one is because Juwan Johnson is coming back, sounds like this week, and he has Juwan Johnson hasn't played since week week four. Yeah. And so um, I, I just I get concerned when, when Juwan Johnson comes back. Yeah. Um, you know, he might get those he might get those goal line carries, but I, you know, we saw last week, um, I believe it was Thursday, not Thursday, that he got some actual receptions at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. And I think um, with Juwan Johnson coming back, that floor is going to get even smaller. The floor um, is Juwan. the floor is low. I'm not going to lie. You're right. Yeah. The floor is low, but the ceiling, the ceiling for Taysom Hill is just like it's like 25 points. You know what I mean? We're talking yeah. like you know three receptions, two carries, two touchdowns, Certainly. and 40 yards. You know what Certainly. I mean? It's just it's just this like crazy amount of uh, of ceiling he has. But yes. You're also dealing with like a one point zero point floor with Taysom yeah. Hill, but for one buck and and sure. and and for a guy who currently doesn't have a tight end because yeah, Zach, right? Zach no. yeah. just went on IR, uh, I think it's a great pickup for Julian and the fact that he could get him for one buck, and the fact that he like had enough balls to be like, yeah, I'll put one buck on him if I don't get him. Screw it, I'll go get somebody else who honestly isn't very good. Um, so it's interesting yeah. to me, but he got him. Um, nobody else is looking for a tight end, so good for yep. Julian. All right. So in the last in the last pod, you and I did. We yep. did hot take and you went off. You went like three hot takes. You went off on running backs versus wide receivers. Um, let me know if you've calmed down. One. Two, yep. do you have a hot take tonight or not? I do. I've got I think I've got I've got two hot takes that kind of go with each other. All right. Um, let's and... let's cover one at a time. Yep. Do one. And then I'll I'll respond to it, and then let's let's get into the second. So my first hot take I, I did both of my hot takes revolving around HFFL because no one really cares about my takes about NFL, and frankly everyone wants to know about I this care. league. Okay. I care. Well, even I'm, if they I'm, were about college football, I would care. I'm a football head. That's what I uh, do. Well, man. my hot take is Michigan's ch- fucking cheating pieces of shit, but I'm not going to go there. That's not <laughs> my hot take. Uh, they're cheaters. Well, I mean, that's uh, not really hot. I mean, it's in the they're, news. Yeah, they're breaking. It's, I mean, that's just it's kind of a cold take. It's a, honestly, just a, right? Yeah, it's a fact. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so um, my real hot take is I believe there is a two and five team in this league, Rich, that will make the playoffs. So, okay. Hold on a minute. Yep. Before you go any further. Yep. There are six games left this year, right? Yep. Yep. You think they went out? I think they went out. Because I think eight and five, you have to be eight and five this year to make the playoffs. Agree. Okay. So wins you think, out. You think this two and five team, which well, by the wait, way, actually, don't we have seven? We have seven games left because we don't know the week fourteen matchups, right? Oh wait, hold on. I was looking at that earlier. You're, you're, we we, you're we right. have a week fourteen, and I obviously oh, uh, no. Yeah. So that's 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 where I struggle, oh, right? Oh no, because I, I don't know. Forgot who, about the week I don't, fourteen. I don't know up. who they're playing, so I I, I only oh, went by gun. who they're playing the first next six weeks because I can't. You I don't know, know. I've done everything. All of my analysis this week has been done on thirteen weeks. No, we play fourteen. You're right. Okay, so I do think this team is going to win until at least week fourteen again. I think they're going to win Week 14 regardless. Okay, um, but I I don't, I don't know. So who let's hear about play. it. Who is so, it? Is it so going to be it, Brendan or is it going to be Orico? You know who it is. <laughs> it's Matt Orico. Yeah. Like, uh, I think he goes into Week 14 eight and five and has a chance to make the playoffs. Right now, he's six and he's six in total points with a comfortable lead over seven place team Ryan. 
Uh, he's getting healthier with uh, Watson coming back and A-Chain coming back in a few weeks. ETN is looking like an RB1. Week, t- week two, he scores 205 and loses to Scott. He's already beaten Jimmy. He's got he's six in all play record and has four games. And he, and he leads the league in the most could have wins this year, four of them. And I think the most important thing, Rich, is his schedule down the stretch. Yeah. Okay, let me can I can I give you a schedule down the stretch here? His sure. schedule, yeah, yeah, I mean, his, I'm, I'm gonna get into it later for sure when we start talking about playoffs. Yes, you want but, you okay? He plays, he plays Rich this week, W, right? Yep, Jeff. I'm sorry, I don't think Jeff is good enough anymore. I think Eckler is hurt, don't think he has a chance. Dave, he's better than Dave. Then he's got me. Big matchup, right? Big matchup between him and I there in, in, in four weeks. Then he's got Ryan. Wait, wait, got, you think he wins that matchup? I mean, I, right now, he's he's he's. I think he's scored more points. No, he doesn't have more points than me. But I think, again, it, right now... With, I, with I, A-Chain I, healthy and... Yeah, with, with A-Chain healthy, healthy. And, I, and I think with Watson healthy and, and his younger core finally growing up and becoming men and realizing you know, how, to, how to play in the NFL... And then he, so after me, he's got Ryan, then Brendan to finish. I think he wins all six of those. And so okay. I have, I have him in the playoffs. And my other hot take, cause it goes along with that. I don't make the playoffs, Rich. I don't think I make the playoffs. What? Hold on a minute. Okay. Hold on. Let's cover Rico. Let's cover Rico first. Sure. And, and I will say I have a Rico winning every game, but one on the way out, which we'll talk about here towards yep. the end yep. when we uh, get to our, yep. our projection. Um, which I, I, I only did it through week 13 and I completely forgot about week 14 cause I'm a moron. Um, that being said, uh, I think Orico has the best, the best team. I think Orico has the fourth best team in the league. Yeah. He's two and five and he should be yeah. five and two. Right. Yeah. Um, he's just had, he scored 188.6 points, which would put him, just behind you in points four, and yep. you're fifth. So he would yep. be sixth technically yep. if yep. we if we looked at it that way. Because Julian has a really good team who's yep. four and three. At a minimum, Orico should be four and three. But yep. unlike unlike the other teams in this league, he has 184 points against. And the only reason mm-hmm. Julian is is four and three, uh, at averaging 195 points per week is he's got 192.2 points scored against right so so i mean i think i think jimmy walt kellen uh julian orico and you are by far the the best six teams in this league yep and so i think at two and five i think it's a tall ask to win out it is um and i i don't have them doing that and we'll get into that later and we'll talk about a little bit about that um but I do think eight wins get you in this year. Um, yeah, eight and, and seven. And, and, eight and seven will get you in if, uh, if. Oh, eight and six. Eight and six is is what it is. Well, it's fourteen, right? Oh yeah, I have, yeah, I, have right. I have everybody. No, right. I have everybody no, at right. thirteen. Eight unfortunately, and six. No, no, no. eight and six. We we'll talk yes. about it later. But um, I think eight win, eight wins get you in. I have honestly, I have, I can see six teams getting to eight wins before the end of the year. Yep. Then it's going to come down to points, right? If those yep. teams that have seven wins and get their eighth win at the end and the eight win teams lose that 14th week yep. points four is really going to come into play. Right. Certainly. So, so we're going to talk about that here at the end. The fact that you don't make the playoffs, it feels ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. We'll um, talk about later. Let's talk about, yeah, let's later. talk about that later. So those are your two Love hot it. takes. Yep. Yep. 
Okay. Because you know what was funny is if you didn't have a hot take, I actually put one in my notes. And one of my notes was that um, Orico couldn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's it was really awesome. funny. I mean, he's got a great team. And yes. I, I think he just needs to – he needs to improve his defense a little bit. I think, yeah. I think, I think it's tough because Orico is what, what year is this for him in the league? Um, uh, is this two, two? Three? Three? three, Yeah. I, I don't I think, know. I think, I think there, there is a, that learning curve we've always talked about with like how good and how much defense can matter. Certainly. And um, I do think that he needs to just kind of figure out the defensive side of the ball a little bit yep. and get these guys that are, just a little bit more consistent on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Guys who can score, you know, 12 to 15 game over game over game over game. Uh, and I do know that it's way more sporadic, right? One year yep. you can have a guy who scores 250 points like Rayshon Jenkins. Yep. Right. Wow. And then next yeah. year, right. And the next year <laughs> yep. he, he scores 186. Right. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and then you can also have a guy who is played hundred percent of the snaps for seven weeks um, like, uh, I can't remember who it was recently from the Cardinals who just got released. He played hundred yeah. percent of the snaps for the first yeah. seven weeks and then they released him. Yeah, wow. Right. So you never know, you never really know on the defensive side of the ball who is or who is not a stud. Right. Yeah. So it's very, very hard. It, it's the easiest position to stream, yep. but it's the hardest position to, to nail down and nail down. Right. And know that yeah. you have somebody. So, yeah. um, but when you do. It's just it's such a satisfying feeling, oh, right? When 100%. you have a, when you have a guy like Micah Parsons, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you have a guy like Derwin James or like, um, uh, I'm trying well, to I, mean, I, I got Jordan Brooks from from AJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Um, you know what I mean? When you have guys of that caliber, yeah, so few and far between, and it's like at that point that defensive player becomes invaluable. I won't trade him for anything. A Bosa, sure. right? I won't trade yeah. that Bosa for anything. But when you have a guy who's producing at that same level, mm-hmm. but isn't a name, yep. you can't sell him for shit. No. <laughs> you, no. And nobody wants to buy that guy because no. you don't, you never know. It's so unpredictable, but you need to see this track record on these defensive guys year over year over year. You need to have this name. You need to have this draft capital. You need to have this, you know, aura around you to be that kind of untradeable guy. So it's very, the, you're either untradeable or like you're only worth a, a high, a high third, you know, like that's and, it. And the hard part is by the time those players kind of become really uh, stallions or guys, figureheads for your defense, they get, they're older, right? They, yeah. it, it took them four years no, to kind of gain that credibility. 26, 26, yeah. 27, 28, yeah. 29 is when they become kind of like they're in their second contract right? Yep. They've settled in, they have a role they're dependent on, right? That's when these guys really become. And and, and then, so you, you know, at that point when they're 26, you don't want to train them for anything. And then it's like, okay, like I, I think defense of players, the hardest thing to trade or to, to, to trade for or to trade because like there's that window and it's that window. You don't want to trade them, but in two years, you three years, it, they fall off the cliff so fast. Like, and they, yeah. you know, it's, it's not they like can be replaced like, it's, like it's, this. And, and it's not it's be, it might not be their talent, you know. It, it's so much easier to see on the Steam. offensive end to see their see their you know they're slower. They're not you know they can't get yeah. separation or whatever it is. Defensive end because you know frankly we just watch the offensive end more than we watch the defensive end. It's harder for us to to gauge when it's time to set up. No. So I watch defense like crazy, yeah. um, and I watch film on defense, and I look at defense, and I watch these defensive guys. 
Um, so for me, uh, the thing is you can watch these guys make good reads. They can scrape, they can work downhill, right? At the linebacker position, you can watch their hands, hand work. You can watch your feet. You can watch yep. the way they attack the line of scrimmage. Um, but it's a lot of scheme, right? Yeah, it's a lot of 100%. preference, right? Like, okay, here I, you know, for instance, remember back in the day when Dion Buchanan was yeah. like just an absolute monster for the Arizona Cardinals. Certainly. Right. Yeah. He was a five, was he five foot 11, 200 and maybe 26 pounds, 220 pounds tops. Right. Yep. Yep. And he played safety and they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to put him in there at linebacker. And he just absolutely tore it Lost. up with, with yeah. the, with the, uh, scheme they had right yep yep in any other in any other defense he's a safety and he's probably not as good yep right nowhere near as valuable but yep. because of the scheme they were in and because they kind of designed that defense around of a sure tackler a guy who knew how to make a tackle who maybe wasn't the prototypical size uh height or weight wise yep he became a very very valuable player Right? And that wasn't predictable, we, though. That problem is that wasn't predictable. It was no, one hundred percent. It wasn't. And my and point hard. is, is that like you have these the really really good football players on defense, mm -hmm. but you don't have very very good fantasy players that, on defense. It, 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 it took me a while to learn that. It doesn't yeah. translate, right? Honestly, yeah. kind of the worse NFL player you are, the better <laughs> fantasy <laughs> fantasy yeah. defender you 100%. are because. Because yeah. you're allowing yourself to get picked on, specifically in the secondary and maybe at linebacker, right? Certainly. Maybe I have 10 tackles, and that's because every time they drop back and pass six times in a row, they threw it to the tight end that I was covering who was wide open, and I made the tackle. Yeah. And then three three weeks, and then maybe next season, they replace me because I can't cover a freaking tight end. <laughs> yeah. you know. Right. But I also scored 200-plus points making tackles all year because they were thrown to the guy I was covering. Yeah. So, yeah, defense is really hard to nail down, but when you get the guy, they're almost untradeable because defense does provide you that floor. Back to the point, I think Arico is still trying to figure that out. Great. And I, I think once he does, with the offensive core he has, just an unbelievably dangerous team now, as you said, if he makes the playoffs, uh, but also in the future. So yep. I completely yep. agree with you there. Um, that is Hot Take City. So thanks for a couple of hot takes because I had one and uh, I don't know if it would have been as good. So let's get into the week seven matchups. We're going to start it off with Scott, your favorite, favorite oh, yeah. person versus Jeff this week. So uh, what do you two what of my you Two of my favorites. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're two of your favorites. You love both <laughs> these guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, trash trunk going into the week was minus 14 and a half Vegas, uh, Corey Vegas, uh, but Scott, uh, covered in one money line, 175 to 142. Uh, right now you just look at it. You know, I just, I get concerned about Austin Eckler. Is he healthy? He didn't look healthy, uh, on, in that game. Uh, Alexander Madison, uh, is again, kind of cam makers is slowly, uh, making that into a timeshare. Zach Moss again, slowly losing, um, uh, touches mm -hmm. to JT. You've got KJ Osborne, who uh, you know is becoming clearly the second, the th really the third fiddle on that offense between behind Addison and Hawkinson. And so, really, um, when when Jeff doesn't have his big three uh, humming um, at, on all cylinders, his team is going to be exposed, and you're going to have weeks mm -hmm. where he scores 142 points, and um, 
that's what happened this week. And so for, yeah. for, for Scott, you know, you're getting Deontay Johnson back, you get Barkley back helps uh, tremendously on your offensive end. Um, I, just, I, I still think Scott's an, is, has an average football team. I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, he was 92, 92 and a half percent in his efficiency rating this week, yep. 189 potential points yep. and only scored 175 points. So not great. Oh, very, I, very average. But yep. on the other side, Jeff scores 142. His best potential points was 164. Gross. And so many single digits over there. Oh. Not a, nobody in the 20s, right? I mean, Mika I mean, nope. Fitzpatrick tried, didn't get yep. there. Everybody else is single digits. Yeah, I think I think Jeff's lucky to have won last year. Uh, the run seems to be over now. Um, yep. I don't really see that bright of a future here. I really hope he can... And can figure out the draft and figure out a way to rebuild here, considering his his guys he's been leaning on the last few years have kind of aged and 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 went the other way. I I honestly I think Eckler will figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think he will figure it out this week, but we're gonna get to that later. Um, so the next is Walt versus me. Um, so I'll cover this very quickly. Um, I could have played my entire roster. This week and still lost. I had only two players in double digits, JSN and Jordan Love and Jabot Preppers. I'm sorry, three players in double digits. It was Love, JSN, and Peppers. Everyone else seemed to forget that they were playing football uh, in week seven. And then, uh, well, on the other hand, he gets 40 from Lamar, which, I mean, has to be super encouraging for him to see Lamar getting things done. CMC scores 21. Forsay to Luakon has a fucking great game, scores almost 30 points. Cam Byron, which I had, or Bynum, which I had on my team last year. I ended up dropping him. I didn't think at free safety he was going to do what he's doing, but guy's an absolute monster, scores 26 points. So, I mean, nothing else to be said here. Walt moves to five and two. I go to one and six, and I have a sufficiently low potential points this week. Um, exactly what i want i am starving uh, for marvin i'm loving what i'm seeing from the guys they're uh i'm starting my best players and just not getting it done so i'm I, i'm just I'm glad you didn't call him maserati marv because i would get off this fucking podcast immediately no there's no way i'm doing that and there's no um, way I, I will ever do that um rich, rich i gotta ask you what 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 what's your take on the Bijan robinson fiasco this last past sunday you think you <laughs> yeah you think he had so, a headache no, 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 I don't. I think he was sick. Not. Okay, so I was I was complaining to Mike the other day, and he goes, oh, you're big mad. And I go, no, I'm not big mad. One, I have a redraft league that I won this week because Bijan didn't play. Yep. Two, I love the fact that he didn't score any points because I had no chance of winning this week. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. even scored over 188 points this week. There's no way I was scoring over 210. So if yep. I'm not going to beat the other person, there's no reason for anybody to go off, right? So, fantasy football aside, um, I think he was sick all week. I think Arthur Smith is a joke. I think he's a he's he should be investigated. I think that it is an absolute debacle of a team in general and the way it's managed. And honestly, I blame Arthur Smith. Right? I think he should have been on the injury report. Illnesses are are reported all the time. So-and-so wasn't feeling well. So-and-so has a tummy ache. So-and-so has the flu. So-and-so has the shits. Whatever. You report it. 
Mm-hmm. Arthur Smith didn't report it, and I think it's bullshit. And I They're think investigating he it. And I think he should be fined. And I and and I and so many times has he how many times has he stood at that podium and be like I don't care about fantasy football when he talks about know. Kyle Pitts or he yeah. talks about Drake London or he talks yeah. about whoever I don't yeah. care about fantasy football and he thinks that injury reports are only for fantasy football no yeah. you no. stupid no. son of a bitch it's no. a rule it's an yep. NFL rule that you report the appropriate injury and your team status before the game yeah. so it gives fair competitive advantage to yep. the other team who is also reporting their injury report and the people who are sick, who are injured, who are questionable, right? Who are going to play or who are not going to play, right? Yep. yep, I agree. And honestly, I mean, honestly, the only, it's it's a fair competitive advantage yep. and it's for Vegas, let's be honest. It is right? for Vegas, for sure. So, for Vegas. So, so you have, I mean, but first and foremost, fair competitive advantage. And I think that he neglected to report for fair competitive advantage. So I think he should be fined. I think the Atlanta Falcons should be fined. And I think Arthur Smith is a joke, period. Yeah, I agree. All right. Agree. Getting into the next game, we got Orico versus Julian. Orico wins one – no, I'm sorry. Julian wins 181 to 176. Tell me about this one, Corey. So, uh, yeah, I had uh, Yeiser playing uh, minus 12, uh, but Julian gets it done, one eight, like you said, 181, 176. This match, match uh, basically comes down to the quarterback position, defense, and Orico's incompetence. Uh, Herbert sucked. Orico's defense sucked. And starting Watson over Addison was an idiot move. I mean, yeah. Watson, I'm kidding. I mean, I get it. Watson against the Broncos and Addison against the Niners. I, I, it's, it's not that bad. I'm kidding. I appreciate it, actually, Orico. You saved me money. Uh, 78%, uh, 78.2% roster efficiency was a huge problem. It, it's been a huge problem for Arico all year. He's just been picking the wrong guys. Like I said, I think still Arico is still a playoff caliber team, but it has some, has had some bad luck or has made some poor lineup decisions. So congrats to, to Julian on getting a big win when he had so many buys that he had to start McCole Hardman who did outscore, uh, Watson for Arico's team, which I is know, disgusting. McCole Hardman's it's... a loser. Uh, I can't believe he's even a roster in, in this I mean, league and yeah, started yeah. in this fucking league. Started, no, yeah. It's a mess. Yeah, I mean, disgusting. He started. He started Nicole Hardman and and Josh Reynolds. Um, yeah. Who combined outscored Jalen Waddle uh, and Chris Olave individually? Yeah. Wow. Um, it's insane. I mean, none of his guys got in the end zone, and that that was yeah. the factor here. If any, if Chris Olave, Jalen Waddle, Christian Watson get in the end zone, it's a win. Yep. It's a win. I mean. Granted, I don't. I probably don't win my bet because I think I needed him to cover the points. Yep. Um, but that being said, Jordan Addison without without JJ, like I just I had a feeling, which is why I bet it, that it was going to be the Jordan Addison show, and and um, Jordan Addison's really good, and I wish I had him on my team, but uh, I don't know if this is a hot take because I don't think it is a hot take. I even as good as Jordan Addison is, I still think JSN is going to be better than him. Yep. In the future, um, is as great as Jordan Addison looks now. I still am very very happy with my JSN pick over Jordan Addison. Anyways, are you um, really? I, I am. I don't believe you. You don't believe me? No. I mean, I'd love to have Jordan Addison. I offered. I offered. Um, Brendan's pick, which is currently one hundred three. Cameron Curl and Ernest Jones for Jordan Addison. Uh, but that wasn't enough. He wanted my pick as well. So um, that is what it is. I mean, I understand. Why would you get rid of him? You have stellar 
defense. You have stellar wide receivers already. Um, and unless you can guarantee yourself some sort of shot at Marvin Harrison, why would you get rid of Jordan Addison? It makes complete sense, um, even though it's an overpay. Either way you look at it with the one pick or the two picks, it's an overpay. Uh, there's no reason for Rico. Orico doesn't have any needs to fill, really, if he has Zaire, Franklin, and Quay Walker going. Um, Cam Curl obviously would, would be a very big upgrade from any of his other safeties, but uh, we'll see what happens with him. But anyways, I love Jordan Edison. I, I really, really do. I hate his small frame. I like yeah, JSN's true. frame, his route running. I like JSN's hands better than than Addison's. Um, he's just a, a, a victim of his own situation, right? He's in yeah. a he's in an offense that has uh, he doesn't have KJ Osborne. He has Tyler Lockett and to DK compete with, yeah. right? And DK Metcalf. Yeah. I mean, obviously Addison has JJ uh, to compete with. Sure, but KJ Osborne is not as good as Tyler Lockett. Right. No, no, no not I mean, close. you know, no, what I mean? not, not close. even close. So, no. so, I mean, there's a bit more opportunity for him there. And I knew that going into the draft. Sure. I had, I had Addison actually right behind JSN in my rankings. Uh, and then I had Quentin Johnson, who's obviously isn't very good. It looks like <laughs> I no. don't know what's going no. on with him. Mm. Um, but honestly, it'd be, I'd love to have Addison, but yeah, I can't, I can't afford him. And I don't think anybody can, honestly. Okay. So let's get into the next matchup, which is Kellen versus Corey Hagerman. Kellen wins this week by a meager eight points, uh, 170 to 162 points. So with no chase this week, uh, it really impacted uh, Kellen's output. Um, I think Hagerman had a 97.5% roster efficiency this week and still scored 162. He had yeah. potential points of 167. 67. Um, you know, things are looking bleak for Corey. I mean, yeah, he's four and three, but he's not, he doesn't have the the points there. Yeah, he had a lot of guys injured and a lot of guys on by this past week, but even the depth that was available to him scored a total 40 points. Uh so to me, it's it's scoring average or scoring average. I mean, at this point in the season when we're making these picks, we gotta look. We have a we have a you know a large enough sample size of seven games to say this team averages this, that team averages that. I don't give a shit who's on by or what you're playing. It should be this team. And even though Jamar Chase is on by, Sam Howell had a bad matchup. He had bad performances from guys like TJ Watt, who'd expect to be in double digits. Brian Branch played, only had three tackles. You got you to gotta expect Kellen to get better, but he had enough this week to get it done. Luckily, again, this is the the issue that Rico's fell fell into that he played the wrong guy in the wrong week. This week, Kellen played the right guy on the right week and ended up with the win. Yeah. All right. Next, Dave versus Mike. Dave wins one sixty seven to one fifty five. Cool. Yeah, um, I had uh, Dave uh, minus 25. He does win, but does not cover. Um, you know, Josh Jacobs and Amari Cooper really let Mike down a lot last, uh, this week, uh, last week, combining for 10 points. Uh, also, Mike's linebacker decisions really hurt him. He could have scored 30 more points if he would have started his two bench linebackers over the two he decided to start. 71% roster efficiency is brutal. Would you on the, have, on would the other you side, have started... David, just real quick, would you have started those linebackers over the ones you started? 
Uh, no. So, so no. I mean, if he would have, no, if he would have, it would have made sense. But you wouldn't have started Jerome Baker over Azzalone or Barton. No, nor, I nor Murray. I probably wouldn't have. I mean, again, I, I'm not saying that Azzalone and Barton are like world beaters, but um, I don't, I don't blame no, him. Barton's for what been he did. bad this year. Barton has been really bad this year. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't think, but like, I don't know. I mean, Kenneth Murray, I. But Again, he, but I, I, he also starts three defensive linemen. I know it's brutal. It, yeah. That is brutal. I mean, I, I, I mean, I probably, I probably would have started Reddick, Jerome Baker over one of those defensive linemen. Yes, absolutely. I'm not. I think Hassan Reddick's been hot. I would have not started Andrew Van Dinkle because uh, my guy, um, oh, what's Jalen Phillips, Jalen Phillips came back and played this game. So definitely, I think I would have benched Andrew Van Dinkle or Ginkle. Um, because frankly, scored fourteen. He was his highest scoring defensive player. True. I mean, true. Next to Hafunga. But I still, I still would have and said, Neil. okay, I'm, I'm not starting him, um, and I would have started one of those linebackers. But yeah. um, you know, it's just part of part of the. I mean, frankly, you're getting. I mean, I I play a lot of daily fantasy, and I thought Josh Jacobs was a fucking layup against the Bears, um, and so that hurts. Just can't Jerome, figure it out. It's Jerome just, Ford. I mean, he this dropped, is one of those that catch in the end, corner of the end zone, yeah. which really you, co- I mean cost him probably. Do you remember the like just like 15 minutes ago when we were talking about defensive players being yeah. this giant roller coaster, this up yeah. and down? Yeah, he's going through the same thing right now with Josh Jacobs, highest scoring running back in the league last year. Yeah, and now they can't figure it out. They well, got they got a quarterback that can't throw the ball. I'm gonna say when field. you have Brian Hoare, your quarterback, what the fuck is he supposed well, to do? I mean, even Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the ball downfield, so they're loading the box, and there it is. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Josh Jacobs is no longer valuable. Hundred percent, and it, and, it, and it, like in a blink of an eye. And what could he get for him right now? Could he get a first? I don't think he, he might not be able to get a first for him. I mean, I, you'd like to think so. I mean, I he's only 25 so. years old. He'll be True. 26 next year. Um, but it all depends on what the Raiders do, right? If I was going to trade for Josh Jacobs, it would be, it wouldn't be for this year, right? It, I, no, like, it, no, it would be, it would be after the NFL draft before the HFFL draft next year. Certainly. Oh yeah. Right? That makes sense. So right? if but they, you're... if they go out and, and somehow the Raiders, I don't even know what the Raiders record is right now. Have they won a couple of games? Yeah. I think they're like three or two and five or so. If they're somehow able to get their hands on a quarterback. Yeah. Either through free agency or through the draft. Sure. I might invest in trading Mike for Josh Jacobs. Um, or if you can get him for a discount, we're talking sure. like, you know, late first or early second plus, you know, all the bells and whistles and trinkets sure. that Mike, all the flair Mike likes to get with his uh, trades, right? The third sure. and the fourth and the, you know, whatever player. Yeah. Um, if you can somehow find a way to get them for a bit of a discount and roll the dice that they figure out a quarterback situation there. Yeah. Because to me, they have the defense. I think they have the talent. Sure. They just don't have the quarterback. Their defense has actually been pretty decent this year, actually. Yeah. I, I would. The problem is, for Dave, though, I mean, he's 4-3, and three, but Dave Dave has the worst defense in the league. Oh like, I God, feel like his, his defense might be as bad as Michigan State's. Yeah. And, like, so... <laughs> he, He's, right, we've he, talked about it though. For we've talked about it since the preseason polls, right? Yeah. We've talked about Dave being a new owner, figuring out IDP. Yep, it's hard. It's not it, easy, right? It, so we have to give a bit of leeway there because it is hard to do. Has, has right? he, and I and I can't answer this, Rich, and I should look when I so. But like, has he? Has he? Because I feel you know you and I have talked about this. You can you can 
patched together through free agency. Has he been active on on free agency? I don't know. Really... If, I don't know if he has. All I know is I predicted him as the 14th best defense, and he is currently the 14th best defense. Yeah, he's been awful. So, so I don't know if he's been active or not. I like to think he he has been. Um, yeah. I do know that Dave. I mean, Dave had to cancel on me last week to host. Dave okay. has been very busy. Uh, mm-hmm. He did share with me that he did not expect this league to be as active as it is. Um, well. So, so he just quite wasn't prepared for this. I think for the podcasts, for the action, for welcome uh, to the big leagues, the, 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 the pickups for a league welcome that is the this, big leagues, this knowledgeable and prepared, and uh, you know know what the fuck they're doing. Let's just say, yep. Yep. Um, just to sum it up, but I do know he's been busy. Right, he's got a life. He's got a wife. He's got kids. Um, so, um, he he's lacking in the defensive area, and I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll figure yeah, it out, and I think sure. he'll he'll come to to love this league and, and love uh, the people who are in it, uh, and, so. and how we compete. So, um, I'm hoping to have him on. We rescheduled for the for the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so I'm hoping to have him on. Um, I currently have Mike scheduled in that slot, so maybe we'll do a three way that Wednesday. So we'll see how that works out. Anyways, let's keep rolling into the next matchup, which is Ryan versus Jimmy. So for this one, Jimmy wins 212 to 161. Uh, This is what we thought was going to happen. Jimmy keeps averaging 200 plus points per week. Uh, Ryan falls back down to earth from his 188 to 161. So Jimmy scores 112 uh, with 0.1 points from Elijah Mitchell. Um, but this was enough. His star showed up and got it done. Um, Ryan kind of shows his true colors here. Corey, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Jimmy's the wagon. He's the uh, front runner. I think he's the best team in the league. I don't think it's close. I've said that before. Um, and Ryan's team, you know, when, 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 you know, you're a little the fantasy darling that pre- probably has got him to this point. Raheem Mostert only scores five. Um, you know, it, he's not going to do well. You start Deshaun Watson, who gets you minus points. His quarterback position is a big concern for him. And so, you know, I just I I just think that in a fantasy season, which is long, 14 weeks, Ryan's team is is starting to show its true colors. And I think that will continue on going forward. And so um yeah, what I expected. I had it. I think I had yeah. the line at forty-seven, and he it covered her. No, and yeah. so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not surprised by it. That was that was my uh, third lock of the week. I think so. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Corey, tell me about your matchup with Brennan this week. Uh, you win one ninety-five to one sixty-nine. Yeah. So I. I yeah. I was minus sixteen going into the week, uh, and I won. Yeah, one ninety-four, one sixty-nine. I made some really bad defensive decisions. I started Leonard Floyd over Sweater Phillips. Would have got me another twenty. My offense has done their uh, has did their job with the helps of hogs like Kelsey and, and Brown. Um, Palmer looks to be um to be money well spent. Uh, for the doctor, Miles Garrett made the, made sure this was an absolute uh, annihilation. Um, Brendan's offense sucks. Besides Jonathan, uh, uh, besides um, Allen, and his uh, you know his his offense was the second worst this week. And I think for for Brendan, it's just time to sell. I mean, you just look at his team. I mean, like, it's just so bad. Like Justin starting Justice Hill. Quentin Johnson, Calvin Ridley's not the, I mean, gosh, if you would have started, if you would have traded Calvin Ridley after the first week, you could have gotten freaking King's ransom. Now you can't get, I've offered I'm him not, a late first. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I think. You, you froze, bud. Did I? Yeah. You think, I'm you like, think what? 
I think that um, it's hard. Kelvin Ridley is a tough, tough uh, guy to uh, to analyze because I he's twenty. We, he's going to be twenty nine years old in December. The talent is still there. I watch him on the field. and I still think he's. Yeah, I think I think he's got it. There. But he's so I I offered I offered your first. Okay. For yeah. Kelvin Ridley. So maybe Decline. like a one really declined. That is shocking to me, honestly. I, I think that's I think that's a mistake on Brendan's part. I really do. Um, I mean, he's twenty nine. Brendan, Brendan needs to go into a full rebuild. Yeah, I mean, that's I, a, that's that's you. I mean, let's be honest, right? You yep. you are ten to fourteen. Yep. First round. Yep. Right. Yeah. Maybe 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 shit shit goes wrong, and you're nine. Yeah. One oh eight. One oh nine. Yeah. Right. Sure. So so I mean I think I think I don't know. I offered it. It, it got declined. So because and um, you look at you look at his bench, like there's not anyone that's really like Ceh, Latavius, DJ Shark, Sky Moore, Devonte Parker, Wendell mm-hmm. Robinson. Like no, no, like no, I don't care. What would without, you pay like, right now for a 27 year old Miles Garrett? 27 year old Miles Garrett, I would probably in my situation, I would probably go like a. Problem is, I I'd probably do a second. I'm not doing a first. I'm not doing a first. Yeah, but he's worth it. I, I'm oh I totally agree. Miles Garrett but, is worth a first. Oh my god! I'm oh not, my I, god! This guy scored 42 points last week. I don't have a first against the Titans. I know, but I'm, what I mean is like if you had everything in the world, okay, right? sure. Let's say you had you had every pick in the draft next year, right? What sure, pick sure. would you give if you had 108, 107, 110, 112? I'd, I'd give him. I give my first for for Miles Garrett right now. But let's just say what what first would you give? You have all of them. You have. I, I, I okay. I would give him uh, 108. I give him 108. Miles Garrett. 108. Yep. Yeah. He'll, I, be I don't, I don't, he'll be 28 December 29th. Yep. But we all know these defenders can go till they're 33 and be very productive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 108 I think is a fair price. Or yeah. like three seconds and two of them are early. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I would go two early seconds. I'd prefer two early seconds. The hard part about Miles Garrett, like, yeah, he's going to have these 42 point weeks, but he's also going to have your sevens, your eights, your nines. Even Michael Parson does those things. That's the yeah, hard sure. part about giving up a first for a guy that is an edge rusher and that has yeah, to get sacks. I know. I, I get ceiling, it. Like he oh, has. oh, 100%. It's, it's amazing. When it hits, it hits. Like, it like hits, honestly, that's the only thing that kept him in this week. No, yeah. It would have been, been a 169 points. With 42 points coming from Miles Garrett. It would have been an annihilation. So what we're talking about is 25% of Brendan's points this week came from a defensive end. Yeah. A hey. guy who's unfreaking believable from a talent perspective. So yes, 108, I think, is is what you just said. I think is a fair price for Miles Garrett because he he makes that big of an impact from a ceiling perspective. It'd be great if he had a bit a a, a better floor. But yep. I don't know of a defensive end in this league that True. has a floor no, I agree that's, that. that's, no, I agree that. that's higher than three True. or four points. I, I I wonder if if Hagerman was Hagerman is four and three, and let's say, but let's say he was higher in potential points and really had a good team. Would if I traded if I offered him Travis Kelsey for Michael Pittman and Kyle Pitts, would he accept it? Go back to go back to where we started. So so whoa, whoa. you're just saying like if you offered Hagerman. Yep, because he has his Kyle, he has Kyle Pitts and Pittman, who I gave up for Travis Kelsey, Kelsey and I threw it back to him right now, and he was four and three. You know, let's say he's, he's four and three right now, yeah. has a chance to make the playoffs. And you said, he's, "Here's Kelsey, here's, here's Kelsey on a silver platter," and then but, you give me Pitts and, and Pittman. Pittman. Yeah, 
You think he'd take it? I don't know. I, thought, I, thought I mean, he's not. Av- so his team's averaging like 160 points. I know. I know. I, I meant you more of I mean? a guy like, who I meant for more of a team. I, I, he won't accept that. If he, was, I, if, I was, if he was averaging with his current team, if he was uh, Ryan, 180, right 188. In if his, he was in Ryan. His, no, you're right. No, if I go up here to Ryan, right? We'll go look at Ryan. If he was Ryan, would he do it? Yeah, I think so. I think five and two is way different than four and three. Right I agree, hundred percent. It's just, it's I, a just, it's a world of difference. Five and two to four and three right now. Because that trade still gives is it just it's it's tough one to think about sometimes because I know I like but Kelsey's it. been so huge for you. Oh, he's been so amazing. I mean, look at him. Look <laughs> at him last week, like single handedly winning you that matchup last oh, week. Oh yeah. Oh, he's been amazing. He, he just gets I mean, You didn't need it. much. You didn't need much, right? You played. Nope. You played Brendan, and, yeah. and you won by thirty uh, or twenty five. But most, Travis Kelsey most... scored. But Travis Kelsey scored that much. He scored more than that much. He scored thirty three points. I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, and as, as a guy who used to have him, um, yep. he's great. And I really, honestly, didn't expect him to continue to play into his thirty fourth year as a human being. So, uh, good for him. Uh, yeah. All right. That is the long-winded <laughs> week seven matchups. <laughs> Sorry, you and I don't give one-word answers. No, no, I love it. I love it. I love the um, the conversation. I love the participation. I love how we get it done. I love how you are currently in the bathroom, just I finding am. a signal Dude, my internet, anywhere my internet. you can find my a signal. It's the fucking best. All right. Yeah. That being said, Corey, are you ready? For your second turn through three yards in a cloud of dust. I'm ready, boss. All right. So NFL question. Yep. If the Lions were to be active during the NFL trade deadline, yep. what do you think they need and who should they go get? Oh, that's a great question. Um uh Miles Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, mean that would be fantastic. I mean, I there's mean, so many defensive ends right now. I feel like you could go get. Um, yeah, I think apparently I think, Tennessee's trading everybody. Do you go get Harold Landry, a guy like that? Yeah, it ha- to me, my our first look is defensive end. We have to get pressure on the quarterback. We saw that yeah. last week uh, against Lamar and the Ravens. Like we can't just rely on Hutchinson. We have to get pressure yes i think we've done a great job of establishing that we can stop the run but i think uh, our achilles heel in the nf and in, in the nfl has made this a offensive line versus defensive line kind of kind yeah. of uh kind of league where if you can pet, rush the passer you're going to have success if you can if you can keep defensive ends away from your quarterback you're going to have success right now i don't think we have enough talent and we're not not enough depth to compete at the defensive line position. Well, so you can't compete uh, with the top 10 offensive lines right now. That's the problem. 100%, Running to no. a top 10 offensive line, you're going to be screwed, right? Sure. And unfortunately, when we've played teams, we haven't really run into that other than no. the two two games we've lost, right? Sure. Seattle, Certainly. very good yep. offensive line. Yep. Buccaneer or um, uh, Ravens, very good offensive line. Um, and, and, l- and luckily we play the Chiefs who have a good defensive line or offensive line without Travis Kelsey. Yes, I, I mean, like yeah, we yeah. lose that game with Travis Kelsey. At, at, at I think healthy. they also had some injuries. They also had some injuries on their defense. They also had some injuries on the offensive line um, yeah. from camp. So I think, I think to that point, we definitely. I mean, we have Aiden Hutchinson, right? But if you only have Good. one, that's not enough. You need three. You need yeah. three guys that can go get the quarterback, so that you have more than they can block. Right? Yeah. That's the point. Yep. 
And we've yep. seen we've seen our interior guys like Kaminsky, like Bugs, like McNeil be able to provide that pressure up the middle. Yep. But it's not enough to be able to, to pull that attention off of Hutchinson, right? We don't yep. have guys like Imoso. We don't have guys like Harris and get, getting in there right now. No. Um, so, yes, I think we definitely need a, a defensive end, pass rusher type guy. Um, do you have a, a target maybe? Oh, man, I don't um, – let me look here. I, and what do you I'm, think about wide receiver? Wide receiver, I think we're I think we're good enough. I mean, sure, I would love to get a. I mean, again, I don't I don't know like off the top of my head who would I want for wide receiver. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, again, what do we need? I think we need a threat. Cause I don't think Jameson Williams is that. I mean, gosh, he's got one. How many catches does he have in the NFL? Like, I mean, he's for, so he's been he's been hurt the entire first year. Sure. Um, and sure. He played a couple of games, and then um, he just finally came back, and I think he has three catches. Three so, catches, I mean, yeah. I mean, and I he had think, one I catch last he, year. And he has the talent to be very good. I think he has a talent to be very good. Sure. But he needs the time to be that. But I do think, and I've said this before, I love Amon Ross St. Brown. He's not yep. a number one. I agree. He's not a number one. So, to me, I think we need a, a big – sure-handed type guy. So who are sellers, right? Tennessee Titans obviously are sellers. Yeah. You go try to get a, a, a DeAndre Hopkins. You go no. try to get a Traylon Burks. You go try to, you know, no. maybe trade with Denver Broncos and get a Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, I think, is where is my head goes there. Okay. I, I like that possession wide receiver yeah. there. Uh, back um, of the corner of the end zone, a big – a big. Uh... Pa- uh, the Panthers have – also told Terrace Marshall he can go seek Fine. a trade. We don't want, we don't want uh, I know Green Bay has been seeking him out. Um, uh, yeah. And then other than that, I don't know if there's any other real teams that are selling. I don't know if the New York Giants are thinking. I of mean, selling. I would love Terry would McLaurin. Go? Is Terry McLaurin available? Uh, they're three and four. I doubt it. But the Giants might be, and maybe a guy like Darius Slayton is available. Yeah, but uh, Darius Slayton is just like a he's another number two. He's another number man, two. Number John three. Reynolds. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like those are the those are the guys available. Let's just say, right? Um, yeah. Those are the teams that are selling. The rest of these teams, um, I don't know. Would New England part with uh, Bourne or Parker? Would you be interested in either of those guys? No, I mean not Bourne. Again, I, I, Parker. Actually, I'd be more interested in Parker because I think he's cheaper and I think he 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 has better hands. He's a guy we don't we don't need a skinny fast guy that. Can you know? That's Jameson Williams. Yeah, exactly. We have that already. <laughs> no, and so like no, I don't. We need think, a big fellow. Like I, I would love to make a huge splash, and like I, I love Marquise Brown, is but I, I'm sure he's not available. Um, he's also but, a little fellow though. Yeah, I know, but he's like he's got like he, he's good. He's like really good. Yeah, like no, is, I agree it, with you. I mean, I, I mean, don't Waddle think, and Tyreek Hill are also is, little guys, is, and they is work, Mike right? is Mike Evans available? Um. So Tampa is currently not, three and three, and they're in second place in their division. So no, yeah, I know, probably not. Right, so no, I know. Um, they're actually currently in the playoffs, I believe. If you look at the playoffs, wow. Uh, Ray, the, Ray, they're the wild card. Is, is Devonte Adams available? No, because I think they still think they can win the. They win. cannot. They can. I think, I think I think they still think they have a chance. Shut up. 
Um, see that that's the hard. They're part. three and four, right? The Raiders were three and four. To me, to me, Cortland Sutton sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, I would love Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I think and it's a I, fantastic idea, honestly. And then, and then, like, the, uh, then go get a defensive lineman from Tennessee. Is where yeah. I is where, is where I see. We'll go get like Arden Key. Could you sure. get Khalil Mack from LA for a sixth swap? No. Maybe, probably not. I mean, the Chargers. He's thirty. Yeah, the Chargers are two and four. Yeah, but they they but they still they they still think they've got a chance. Is Judon coming back anytime soon for the Patriots? Uh, I think he was. I don't. Is he think out for he, the season? No, no, no. He's not out for the season. I think he has like a torn pack. I think he's out for like. I think they put him on the IR. Well, they're two and five, and Judon is a hell of a pass rusher. I would I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Judon at all. But I Brian don't, Burns. I, Brian Burns, Brian Burns from the Carolina Panthers Brian would be my Burns, number one target. 100%, they are zero Brian, six. I would Brian give Burns. a, I would give a third and a fourth. One hundred percent. Brian Brian Burns and <laughs> he's twenty six. I think Brian Burns and Cortland Sutton. Let's go get it done. I you know, dude. If we were to be able to make those two splashes, like Cortland Sutton and Brian Burns in the trade market, that's great. Oh Love my that. god, that would be Love so it. fantastic. That would be great. All right, your HFFL question. You've kind of answered it already, but you're four and three. Yep. You're fourth in potential points right now. Yep. You got a layup this week playing Mike. Yep. Right? Easy mm-hmm. peasy. You're five and three. Yep. I think you need three of your last five. This is back when I thought you were playing 13 only because yep. we don't know who you're going to have mm-hmm. um, when it comes down to week 14. Luckily, you won't have me. I'll, I'll whoop that ass. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you play Scott, Walt, Orico, Kellen, and Hagerman. Yep. Who are you concerned about? Uh Walt and, and Walt and Orico. Not Kellen? No, nah, I, I I mean to I me, think, to I, me, I have you winning. I have you beating Scott, I have you beating Corey. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be a really tough run with Walt, Orico, and Kellen. I no hundred percent. That's that's my grind. I got. I think I gotta win. If I'm gonna make the playoffs, I gotta. I gotta go end up like five and one out of out of these next six. Yeah. So and, so three, you need three out of five. So you beat Scott. You beat Hagerman. Yep. So you need one win. Yeah. One win. Walt, yeah. Or Rico and Kellen, and you think Kellen is your? I think you know, Kellen. You ever, you ever I, seen that uh, that movie where he's like, "That's my bitch," and he's like, yeah. like doing the the the, the onside yeah. kick, right? Right. Like, right. What, what movie was that, by the way? Oh gosh. Um, I can't remember. There's my bitch, and he like kicks it at him right. <laughs> oh shoot! Why am I forgetting this? I remember the, the clip 100. percent But Kellen, so Kellen's your bitch. I just, I just think you know, I don't know. Like I think your, his quarterback position is qu- suspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think his running back position is going to be like, do I start James Cook? Do I start Najee Harris? Do I start Damian Pierce? Uh, I'm going to guess every guess wrong every single week. And then you go like, all right, Rasheed Rice, he's starting Rasheed Rice. I like, I love Rasheed Rice, don't get me wrong. I would love to have him, but I also know, I don't know if the opportunities are going to be there. I think he's been um, overproducing when it comes to touchdown variance. And so I think that if he doesn't score touchdown, Rasheed Rice is not that guy. And then, um, you know, defensively, I just got to, I just got to hang on. And so I, I think my offense is better. I mean, AJ Brown right now, is is one of the best wide receivers in the league. I I think Tony Pollard has better days to come. Yeah. I think it sounds like Joe Burrow is healthy, and I like you know, having. Now they're G- talking about maybe the Cowboys going out and getting like Derrick Henry. 
Like, right. I mean, I've heard lots of rumors of the Cowboys going out and getting a running back so that Pollard can have that role where he was most successful in and not being the lead guy, but that, that role he was in when he, when Zeke was there so that yeah. he, I mean, he was way more productive in that role. Right. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's the Nick Chubb cream hunt effect, certainly. right? I cream hunt is way better as a number two to, to Nick Chubb. When sure. cream hunt is the man, he's not as good. Sure. Right. So like, is Tony Pollard one of those guys? I don't think so. I think, you know, you look at his games, they've had, a, they've had a few games with negative game scripts where they're blowing out the Patriots they're blowing out the he's Jets. receiving back though. He really, right. He's a good catcher of the football. Right. But when so you're blowing, when you're already blowing out the Patriots and you're blowing out the Jets, you don't really need him. Uh, you play the 49ers, who's got one of the best defenses in in the NFL. And then, and then you know, first game, first game of the season, boom, he's a top, he's a top five running back. And then this last week he he played, he was a top 24 running back. And so, no, is he is he is he gonna be a top, is he gonna be an RB1 like I thought? Probably not, but I still think he's a top 15, top 16 running back. I'm not worried about him at all. Okay, that's good. So, so you're thinking Walt Scott, or I'm sorry, Walt or Rico, those are going to be some tough matchups for you. Those are going to be tough because I, I think Walt's, I mean, you got McCaffrey. It's, and again, I haven't looked at like, I, I was hoping that I, I was looking at, I was like, God, I hope McCaffrey's on a buy when I play Walt, but of course that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah Walt's third potential points and uh, Rico's fifth. Yeah, uh, you're fourth. So, I mean, it's good for you to think about that, but you know who's first? Who? Kelly. Jimmy. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's the guy you think you can beat right now. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you have to play the first, the third, and the fifth I in know. potential points. I have a tough schedule. A tough it's, schedule. it's a very tough end of your schedule, and it's unfortunate that you weren't able to like take Cap-wise. advantage of some of your early, early – Beating Ryan, losing to Jeff. That's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's tough. All right. Wild card. Yep. I don't know if you're a car guy. I don't know if you like to go fast, but I want to know what's the fastest you've ever driven a car. Oh gosh, I am not a car guy. I'm not one of those guys. Probably ninety. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you drove a car ninety miles an hour. That's the fast you've ever driven. I, yeah, I. And, I and was, what was it? You're like a minivan. My Chrysler two hundred. Yeah, Your sure. Chrysler two hundred. <laughs> yeah, dude. Rich, you don't like I, you don't like cars. You don't like speed. No, I really like my. I am my my wife would tell you, my kids would tell you, I am a grandpa, just like a slow driver. Like take my time. I'm not yeah. trying to get from point A to point B. I just, um, I just not that guy. No. So I, so, what's your what what do you do when you get on the freeway? What's your like routine? Seventy five. You just set it. You set the cruise at seventy five and sit in the middle lane. Yeah, uh, right lane. Yeah. Yeah, right lane. You're you're a right laner. Yeah, no problem with that. I, I I don't I don't want to be stressed out. I don't understand why people want to like zigzag. No, you don't want to you don't want to stress out. But like like seventy five, I like to do seventy eight. That's my usual cruise. So I go middle lane. That way I can pass and then get back over and I pass sure. and I get back over. Sure, I, do I don't sit in the left lane, but I'm I'm a seventy eight normal kind of guy. But I do like speed, and I yeah. I've yeah. I've had some cars in my life where yeah. I've liked to go fast in. Nice. Um, back in the day. And I, so currently we have a, a Ford Explorer and a Ford Fusion. Um, they're newer. They're 21 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have like a fun car. It's a 2008 BMW 335i. Nice. Six-speed manual um, M Sport uh, rear-wheel drive. Really? Um, and I tinker with that and I drive it and it's fun and I've done all the upgrades to it. But before that, 
I yep. had a two, same year, um, two, 2008-335i, but it was all-wheel drive and it was automatic. Now, this car, I did, only thing I did to it was a tune. So I've tuned the computer so that yep. the turbos instead of pushing because it's a inline six twin turbo engine right so um, one turbo is pushing air to three cylinders and normally stock they detune it so it was like seven and a half psi uh turbo mm -hmm. per cylinder so when you tune it which is the only thing i did to the automatic that i had back in the day which was my daily driver i tuned it and it could push up to like 20 psi per cylinder, wow. right? Which was pretty yeah. ex excessive. Um, so I actually took this to the Milan dragway before and I ran a quarter really? mile. Yeah. I ran a quarter mile there, um, which, which isn't the fastest I've ever driven this car, but in a quarter mile, I ran a 12, nine flat at one Oh seven. So is that good. <laughs> it was, I mean, yes. I mean, it's pretty fast for a okay. stock car with a tune. Sure. Um, but the fastest I've ever driven a car was that car. Uh, it was on 96. Um, it was driving from Godfordson Road to 275 East, and I hit 155. Holy cow! I would I would yeah. shit myself. Yeah. Um. It was it was pretty fun. It was pretty scary, and uh, um, I'd recommend it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I actually, will. Yeah. I'll try. Actually, <laughs> I'm not sure if my Chrysler 200 will go 155. No, it probably won't. It's governed, but because my tune took the governor off my car, mm. I was able to hit that speed. But my balls got a little bigger. My dick grew go. a little bit that night, right? So, like, I mean, it's it, it's good for your health. If that if that's the if that if that's what all I need to do to get it a little bigger, yeah. I'll go 155 daily. <laughs> <laughs> i just needed that little bit you know what i mean but if you need yeah. more than that you can go ahead and do it daily all right. Uh, <laughs> all right so let's get into the league announcements um so this week no buys no buys which is weird we're middle of the season we have no buys we had two last week uh, i'm sorry we had six last week two the week before none this week um and we're they're gonna get back on their bullshit in week 12 and week 13. Week yep. 12, no buys. Nope. Week 13, six buys. Right? So if you are a playoff competitor, I recommend you look at your week 13 lineup. Yep. Because it's going to fucking matter. Yep. And I suggest you pick up and or trade for somebody who can replace the production that you're going to lose in week 13. There are six teams yep. in week 13. Look it up. I'm not going to tell you here. I'm just going to tell you to look at it because the looked. NFL is on their bullshit right now with the oh, way they're managing these buys. Don't so get it. take a peek. All right. That being said, let's take a look at the current draft order through seven weeks. I sucked enough to get the number one pick. So currently 101 is me. I am 18 points ahead of Mike, who is owned by Scott. Then at 103, one and a half points ahead of Scott currently is Brendan at two and five, owned by me. Then Scott is at the fourth overall pick at four and three, still has an opportunity to make the playoffs. So we don't know where that pick's going to go or how that those points are going to move. And then uh, Scott owns his own pick. 
105 is currently Corey Hagerman, who is also at four and three. Uh, but he is a hundred points ahead of Scott, or I'm sorry, 92, 92 points ahead of Scott in potential points, which is significant. Um, and then above him at the 106 is Jeff at three and four. Very disappointing for Jeff, I'm I'm sure, but he's only 13 points ahead of Corey. And honestly, there was a, a pretty big uh exchange. Like we always we always look at the um the uh point corrections, right? The uh, stat corrections for who wins or loses, but it really affects these potential points because before True. today, um Ryan was actually in that spot, uh two points ahead of Jeff, and now he is 17 points behind oh, Jeff. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. So there was a big deal with those stat corrections when it came to potential points. So um Ryan is currently sitting at that 107, but he's five and two and probably going to make the playoffs. So um he's probably going to get out of that. So again, I'll say this one through four is set. Me, Mike, Brendan, Scott. That's going to be one through four. These teams are going to battle it out the rest of the season to see who what the order it is, but nobody, I don't think Corey Hagerman, Jeff, no matter how bad they suck in the coming weeks, I don't think they crack the top four. It's going to be me, Mike, Brendan, Scott, in some sort of order, depending on how that works out. Ooh, so, Rich. Guess what you got, buddy? I have two top four picks. No, you got a little Dalton Kincaid touchdown. Oh, did I really? Yep. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Same day, Barley, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, what's his reception? Okay, two. He's got two, two receptions. For two for 25 yards. and a touchdown. I wonder what these uh, tackles are at. Hold on. Let me see real quick because I think Jimmy has both of them. Um, he has Poyer on his bench who has two solo, and Devin White has two solo. And Hagerman's got a touchdown from uh, Chris Godwin. I know, but you see my saying in parlay, right? I just need no. Four. I did, No, I didn't see it. I was, you I was see in the I, chat? I did, I couldn't. I had no service at the freaking high school I was okay. at. Okay. All right. So Corey, let's yeah. just let's just go through this right now because mm -hmm. if anybody doesn't want to listen to it, just go ahead and fast forward. Yeah. Um. So I said, hey, you know, here's my pick for the week. Yeah. Um. It, it, well, here it, it is. I see it. Yeah. So Kincaid touchdown. Oh, Kincaid's getting over. Oh, Kincaid's hammering that. Yeah. Yeah. So so it was it was Devin White over four tackles. Yep. which Devin White currently has two. It Good. was Jordan Poyer over it's three, three and, and a half, half tackles. Yep. So he's currently at two solo four with four assists, so six total tackles. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, anytime touchdown score, Done. 38 and a half yards and four receptions. We can get there. And, we can get there easily. And that's two units on that wow. son of a bitch. Plus 1,600. That's a two hundred and ten dollar winner if that motherfucker hits. Wow. Or is it two ten or is it two seventy? Let me see. Hold on. Let's take a quick peek at my DraftKings, and we'll see if it could possibly hit. But I mean, with Dawson Knox out, I said, listen, he's oh, gonna I, get because they've been they've been running dual tight ends, right? Oh yeah, I I, uh, I um, play daily fantasy. I can is my captain in all my lineups but i mean he, but with 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 knocks out he's getting all the tight end targets right oh yeah oh, um yeah. so for him to to go over is is perfect uh yeah so i put 12 12 dollars and 81 cents to win 217.77 love it so if uh, i can get two more tackles from white if i can get two more tackles from poyer 
two more receptions from Kincaid and I don't know, 15 more yards. You're looking good, buddy. Looking good to win that 217. So I hope, I hope somebody followed me on that. I did not. Um, I wish I would have. Other than that, I have uh, Bass with two, uh, over two and a half PATs, which he is at two now. Perfect. So I think we're in good shape for both of those bets because I put, uh, uh, 30 bucks on bass. So oh boy. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, uh, I've been, I've been riding my guys. You guys have been hitting me, you know, hate me on it. Cause they, they've been losing, but you know, we've been <laughs> right around 50% every week and it hasn't been great, but when you hit them, you hit them, you hit them big. Uh, that is what it is. Rich. Uh, that, I, I got, I got to tell you a story real quick. I, hey, uh, go ahead. I follow, I've listened to some podcasts, a betting podcast, and they always one, they have one guy that does like soccer bets. Yeah. And so the Europa Soccer League started today at three o'clock, right? <laughs> and so they told you did not they, bet it. Of course. No, it's the funny part. And so they told me, hey, over one and a half goals in the first half in this in this game that I don't know, it was like some team from Germany, another team like that. And so I went in to bet it and I accidentally picked the under. I was like, son of a gun. I picked the under I I bet the under one and a half goals and it hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting you your way into it under. Yeah. Yep, love it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's well, fantastic. Little, little two unit hit. Little two unit hit right there on the under. Yep. All right. Let's get into the week eight matchups. Yep. We're going to talk about our analysis. We're going to identify our game of the week, our lock of the week, our upset of the week. But we're going to start with a Rico minus 42 versus me. What do you got here? Yeah, minus 42. I think uh, I really like Rico's matchups. You know, you got Herbert against the Bears, uh, ETN against the Steelers. You've got uh, Addison against the Packers, Andrews against the Cardinals. I just love those matchups, and uh, your team is just not good enough. Um, and so I think it's – I think what I have this uh, – I have Rico winning 193. You said 193? What 42. else did you say? 142. 142 is where you think I'm getting. Yeah, 193 to 142, I think. Um, <sighs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, does... can, I can I can, respect it. You know, my defense yeah. had a down week last week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. You said he was going to be – what did you say uh, Arico was going to get to? 192. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. I can see that. Uh, I'm just happy to actually be handicapped, Corey. Because I think yeah. last year you, I was off for a couple yeah, of weeks, right? You, you were like, were, I don't know how were. to handicap this bullshit. This yeah. guy's team sucks so bad, yep. I can't even handicap it. I couldn't for um, a while. I think it was like five weeks last year you did mm-hmm. that. Um, but other than that, I think I'm actually currently better than you at this point in the rebuild. I think at this point in the rebuild, um, you were averaging like 130, 140 points a week, and I think I'm in right. the 150s. And yep. it could be because of defensive point changes, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I'm primed to actually put out some points this week. And I know that was a lot of P's, and it might not come out very great on this mic. but Better, better than how Mike talks. Yeah. So I think I'm primed. Uh, I think I get to 170 this week, which you know, my my high this week this year has been 188. I think I get into the 170s. Um, I also think that Orico. Oh, he put Addison in. Thank God he put he Addison in because I was like, if he doesn't play Addison again this week, no. I'm going to strangle that sob if he won't trade him to me and he keeps him on his bench. All right. Anyway, I think he has a firepower to get over 200 this week. Easy. So for me. I think I cover the 42. 
Okay. I think if anybody bet on me, which I don't think they did, because I nope. don't think you take any picks over over Thursday. Um, I cover the 42, 205 to 172. Okay. All right. So let's get into the next one is Dave versus Scott. Dave is minus six and a half. So to me, it looks like Gino's gonna Gino's the man this week because Brock Purdy is currently injured. Um, so if I was to play a team, I think it's Gino. I know Cleveland's defense is intimidating, but I think they showed some weakness last week against Indianapolis, some vulnerability there. He has Saquon playing this week. Now, Deontay Johnson uh, just came back last week and had a great week. I think he had like nine receptions for 75 yards, but he has aggravated that hammy again. Back on the so, report. He uh, he may have to play an Odell or Jamison Williams this week, which may not be ideal, or maybe he goes Miles Sanders versus that Houston defense. I don't know, but I don't think Deontay Johnson is playing this week, unfortunately. Um, that being said, I do like the other pieces of his offense. Um, and his defense, honestly, I don't think is that bad. Um, definitely not as bad as... Uh, what Dave is putting out there. Let's just say that. Um, so I have Scott winning this week pretty handily. I think it's Dave's Dave's defense continues to disappoint, and I have Scott winning one eighty nine to one sixty nine. Wow! So you're taking you're taking upset money of the line. week. Okay. Upset yeah, of the okay. week. I have Scott money line upset of the week over Dave, who is minus six and a half. Okay. Um, I'm, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. I think, uh, Aaron Jones, um, ha, has a, has that Aaron Jones type of week. You're going against the Vikings. I think they're not very good against run. Um, you know, he's, I think he's finally getting healthy. Yes. I know he has, he's still questionable, but I think he's just a little sore from playing after being out a couple games to, uh, Puka, uh, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson. I just, I just, I just trust uh, Dave's offense a little more than I trust Scott's. I mean, if you're, if you're starting Geno Smith against the Browns, tough matchup. Barkley against Jets, Jets, tough matchup. What's going to happen with Deontay? And just frankly, what what Drake London do we see? What what happens with Jacoby Myers? Luke Musgrave's a bum. Like, I I, I just have this feeling that dump truck Dave of defense does enough. They do enough this oh. week. To cover, I just I like you can't be this bad. Like you can't, like, they, they can't be. I don't think they can be this bad all year consistently. They have. I just been. I, Do you I know how bad. I understand, been? but you but you know there's a roller coaster, and I feel like I you know, know I the, know, but do you know the numbers? I I they're bad. I get it. No, 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 no. I don't think you know how bad. So let's just talk about how bad Dave's defense has been for yeah. the season. Dave yep. has scored 466 total points on defense. Yep. Do you know who's very, very next to that? Uh, let me see. It is it's Scott. Uh, Scott. Yeah. At five hundred and fourteen points. Yeah. No. We're talking. We're talking fifty points more. Yep. Like that is every single person in this league has scored over five hundred points on defense. Yep. Dave is still at four sixty six. It yep. is that bad. And you think this defense is going to show up? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to show up like to be it, it, i think it has to score 70 right like last week scott scored i believe 88 and so if he scores 70 
That's 18 points. Like Dave, he's averaging dump, seven, 66. He's averaging dump, 66. Dump, dump, Dave's offense is fifth in the, in the league right now. No, it's really, really good. It's no really no good. doubt. No doubt. But he, so, he, that's the only reason he's four and three is because he has a very, very good offense. Right. If he could just figure out the defense side, if he could just go out and get like consistent producers on defense, it. he could make the playoffs this year and make a, make a run, like actually I, I, compete. I, but oh, yeah. he needs he needs a, a linebacker and he needs a, a safety and he needs a defensive end. And he, you know what I mean? Like it's just, oh, it's so frustrating to see somebody with that much talent on offense with Kenneth Walker, with Amon Ross St. Brown, with Puka Nakua. You hit on Puka, right? Yeah. And here yeah. you are at four and three, yep. but because you don't have a defense, you're like I know. just floundering at four and three. You shouldn't be, especially with Tua Tagovailoa. Tua, a guy yep. who scored fifty five points this year. Yeah. And so again, or not all, 55 points, but I mean like 35 points this year is what I meant to say. I, I just, I have this feeling rich. I'm just going to do it. I got, I got Dave winning 175, 164. Um, I, I, I feel like he just somehow gets it done this week. I don't know how, I don't know why. Because yeah. um, the defense is awful. So I know I'm only allowed to bet one line. unit per week, but you want to do another unit on this game? 100%. Straight yes. up. Yeah. Straight up. No points. Yep. Even money. Even money. Hours, like one unit, one unit. Yep. Done. Okay. Boom. Because I think Scott, I think Scott and his and his talent on offense and defense makes this happen. Okay. This week. Done and done. That's good. Done. All right. So we got my parlay rolling. We got this part of it. And we have this now also money line for another love five. It. Love it. Love, love, love it. Okay. So Corey. Yep. Next, we Walt. have. Corey Hagerman. No, 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 I'm sorry. sorry. Walt or Jeff? Walt, minus 23 and a half versus Jeff, the brother bowl. Let's hear it. Um, Yeah, I I just think Jeff's team is broken mentally and physically. You know, Eckler. How how does a fantasy football team get broken mentally? I want to hear about that. Well, you know, you come off off a a big championship and then you get some injuries. You know, yeah. you lose, you lose your two best players. So you players. think Jeff is just kind of like a loss in the sauce? I, I just think, hey, you team. know, hey, hey, we he had a good... team's good enough, and he's just kind of holding on to the past. Yeah, I think, hey, you know, you, a team, you know, just looking at the rings and, hey, we great job last year. It, you know, things didn't bounce our way. Let's try next year. And I think his team is mentally saying, you know what, um, you know, we we, we weren't going to win back to back. Everyone knew that, and so you know, g- congratulations on the ship. We love the ring that we got, and it, we're just gonna kind of, you know, wait till next year. Everyone's yeah. telling us how good we are, and we're just gonna enjoy that until next year. Yeah. Um, you know, Eckler, great matchup. Again, I, I don't know about his health. Alexander Madison. We saw Cam Akers get some, um, a lot more carries on Monday night, and um, you know, I just think Lamar and McCaffrey's juicy matchups. I mean, Lamar's got the Cardinals, McCaffrey's got the Bengals. Yeah. Marquee, uh, you know, I, I think that's too much to overcome for, for Jeff. And so I've got this matchup 203 to 158 to blow out. Okay. Okay. I see you. Blow I see on. you. All right. So for me, let's start with the fact that I think Eckler and Adams actually make it back. And two of his three headed monsters come through for Jeff this week. I think. This is going to happen. I love Eckler versus Chicago. I think Chicago is dog shit. I love him in prime time. I love him with two weeks under his belt. Um, I really like Devontae Adams to be an absolute target hog this week. 
Uh, I expect Las Vegas to be working from a negative game script. I expect Detroit to be out in front early and them to have to pass the ball a lot. So let's just say that Eckler Adams, exactly what Jeff wants, uh, yep. exactly what he expects is Eckler and Adams start carrying him. Yep. I think this happens. But then, unfortunately, I was wrong. Derek Carr is not what I thought he would be. My hot take has as is as cold as a one-year-old steak that you forgot was in your freezer. It is the worst take I guess I could have because I just assumed with guys like Michael Thomas who are healthy now, with guys like like Chris Olave, with uh, Alvin Kamara coming back, with Joan Johnson who's a capable tight end, that this QB Derek Carr could thrive in new Orleans and he's not he's not what we thought he would be not what i thought he would be that being said you look across uh everyone on jeff's team i think other than those guys has just it's like they're like looking at jeff and like we're tired man yeah we can't handle this shit. we did everything for you last year man we we need a break i'm like i'm just so tired but Walt, on the other hand, right, he's found life. Yep. Uh, Lamar's been awesome. CMC, what a great trade. Best player in football. If you're going to go yep. for it, that's right. the guy you go out and get. And you Thank get you, it. Jimmy. Thank um, you, Jimmy. He has a very good defense. Uh, the rest of his offense, other than Lamar and Christian and Pickens and Thomas and Waller, right, you have Dobbs and Hollywood Brown, very serviceable, right? Yeah. Not the mm-hmm. best in the league, middle of the road in the league probably, but very, very serviceable. And I think that gets him over the hump. I have Walt winning here, 205 to 170. So I was very handily. I have him covering your 23 Me too. and a half. Me too. Um, Walt so, has the best defense. Quietly, Walt has the best defense in the league. Uh, he does. No, I know. I'm telling no, you. No, the best no, 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 he does. And I'm going to get to that later. Because I, if you remember, at the at the beginning of the year, I did my my picks. Yeah, you I were choosing all over Kellen's defense. Yeah, well, you're going to – well, he's two. By the way, no, he is. Uh, no. so we're going to talk all about where I had offenses and defenses ranked, and and then we're going to get into uh, the playoff picture. But yes, you're right. Walt has the best defense in the league, um, and I think that's going to continue to carry him through this week in the Brother Bowl. Um, that being said, we're going to move on to Kellen versus Julian. Kellen is minus eight and a half. To me, this is my game of the week. Five and two, Kellen versus four and three, Julian. Julian has Alvin Kamara back. He's got Brees Hall. He's, he's at hundred uh, percent health. Um, so talk. Let's talk about that running back room real quick. You got Brees. You got Henry. You got Kamara. And then you pair that with Diggs and Evans. These are huge names. These are guys who are um, you know year over year over year over the last you know five years very big producers. He has a middle of the road defense right now, which. With that, I think you should expect to win every week, and I think Julian expects going into this this week to win. But you look across, and you see a competent running back in James Cook, a guy who can who can average four to five yards per carry. You look and see a wide receiver core that features Chase Young, or I'm sorry, Jamar Chase, um, number one wide receiver, uh, Zay Flowers, who at my at this point has proved to be the number one wide receiver of that offense. Cooper Cup, who is wide receiver one with the Rams. Rasheed Rice, 
currently the wide receiver one, other than Travis Kelsey. Let's just put it that way. He's a tight end. Yep. So he's target number two man in that offense. TJ Hawkinson with JJ out, he's target man number two. I think I think you're looking at at a very opportune time for Kellen's offense to really come alive. He's also the number two overall defense in the league. Um, and honestly, this emerging Rishi Rice is very, very cool. Um, it kind of makes me wish that I would have taken him over uh, Mingo or Campbell at 113 yeah. and 201. Um, but I'm thankful. Um, I think they're learning, and but just not scoring yet, which is good. Uh, but that being said, his number two defense paired with his very, very competent and, and opportunistic offense that he has right now. I have Kellen winning in my game of the week, uh, 196 to 192. I think it's going to be very close. Yeah, this is also my game of the week. Uh, yeah, uh, Kellen's minus eight and a half. Uh, really good, uh, really great matchup between two current playoff teams. The past four weeks, Julian has been the second highest scoring team, and Kellen has been the fourth. Uh, this contest comes down to ma- comes down to matchups for me, especially on the offensive side. I think Julian has some really tough matchups. Henry versus the second ranked rush defense. Hall against a defense that doesn't rank very well because they got sprayed by the Dolphins. But besides that Dolphins game, they've been actually really good against the run. Um, Kellen has a huge uh, difference at tight end, considering the the Muth and, and Ertz are on IR for Julian, so he's got to start um, Hill. Um, I think Hertz and Diggs keeps him in this because I think they are they are talented. I think they're you know he's got advantages at, the, at those positions, um, but I think Kellen gets it done and covers one ninety eight to one eighty one. Okay, okay, very close, very close. All right, next matchup. We'll look at running backs matter and Corey Hagerman versus Jimmy and the Barrow Snowman. What do you think here, Corey? You got uh, Jimmy uh, minus twenty nine. I do have Jimmy minus twenty nine. Let's look at the matchup here. Um, once I looked at the quarterbacks, like I really wanted to just say it's over, right? Like Patrick CJ Mahomes has been good this year. I know, Pat, but Patrick Mahomes against actually. Dang, when I looked at this, I think I had uh, – I thought he was starting Josh Dobbs against the Ravens, but he's changed it, thank God. Um, I mean, Stroud, Stroud's been very good and, and arguably the best rookie quarterback yeah, in this draft. And a good matchup. And then so then you look at – like, you look at Corey's team. Like, I know it hasn't been awesome, but DeAndre Swift, I like him against the Commanders. Rashad White is already having a good game. I think he leads the league in the amount of receptions uh, – amount of targets – yeah. received so like percentage of targets and actually catching them he leads the league in that mm-hmm. i think keen allen against the bears juicy chris Godwin's already got a touchdown michael Pittman, he's gonna be he's gonna be a target monster he finds a way he finds a way he finds a way games to, to, yes. to save just, fantasy days. just dirty dallas goddard coming on right coming on yeah. i think you know beginning of the year we were concerned but as the year has gone on i think uh gal dallas goddard's merged Devontae smith is kind of taking a back seat um and I and I think the defense is good enough. Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos, great matchup. Pacheco, love that. Hill against Patriots. Now I don't think Hill Hill. Um, They're saying he might not play this week. Yeah, might I think he plays? Is he's limited on Thursday with his hip. 
So yeah, that's a and but even if he does play, the Patriots have done a pretty good job. Bill Belichick has seen Tyreek Hill before; he knows how to defend him. The first time he they played, I don't think he had a good game. I know, but you also miss Jonathan Taylor, who is now back in the mix as a full time running back. But is he is he full time or is he fifty percent time? I mean, like he's okay. Okay, so he had eighteen carries for seventy five and a touchdown and three catches for forty five yards. That seems pretty. Pretty into it for me, but he got fifty. He split. He split last week. 50, with 50, Moss. 50, 50 Exactly. I know, but exactly I mean, 50, you 50. can't. You got. But look how it worked. Fifteen, forty-two percent, fifty percent. He's going to be eighty percent this week. I think he's eighty. No, shape. they're not. They're not making that jump. Oh, Rich. I think hundred. They're not. T- they're not going from fifty to eighty. I, I'm, oh, hundred percent. They will. Yes. I'm thinking sixty. I'm thinking sixty forty okay. this week. How about this? I think. I think he's over seventy percent of snaps next week. Five season. bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. Done. Five bucks. Yeah. He's also over 70. Over 70. 70. 70 is mine and anything yep. over that. Yes. Per, per football guy's website. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's, that's where I look from all my stuff. Done. 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 Um, and so I just have this feeling, you know, uh, Godwin's already got a touchdown. I'm going, this is my upset of the week. I'm going Corey Hagerman gets oh. it, gets it done. Oh no! One eighty nine. You fell One eighty three. It. It's happening. No way. If Ty- no way. what if Tyreek Hill doesn't play against the Patriots? It doesn't it matter. Looked- you know yeah, who else Jimmy has on the bench? Who? Devonte Smith. Cool. He puts he's him. Bum. In. He's bum. not a bum. I know. Get the fuck I know. out of here. I know. Right. He's not a bum. Uh, so this I'm is my lock it. of the week. This is my lock of the week. Corey is averaging one hundred and sixty eight points. Jimmy is averaging one hundred and twelve points per week. And last I checked. One two hundred and twelve is greater than one sixty eight. It is not much to say here. Very. Good. I think Jimmy gets it done. He wins two twelve to one sixty eight. Love Boom. it. Boom. There it is. Lock Love of the it. week. I'm Love laying it. the twenty nine. Love it. I'm I'm I am parlaying minus twenty nine with Scott money line. That's my lock of the week, and I'm going to win two point eight one units. And Jimmy, um, Jimmy Corey. took Jimmy took himself minus twenty nine. So he should, uh, he should. He's got he got the best team in the league. I agree. There's no reason for him to be scared of a guy who's averaging 169 points a week. No, I agree. I'm with right? you. I'm with yeah. you. Just just like you're the, the Bills. You're like not the, with me. Just like the Bills shouldn't have been scared of the Patriots last week. Yes. Okay. So next is yep. uh, trust the process in Corey versus Mike and bring back Kobe. Um, Corey is minus 45. Jesus. Uh, by the way, Gabe Davis, you're welcome. His six uh, catches for 61 yards. I know. I started um, him. Yeah, you should have. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a good, I was going to start uh, Josh Palmer over him, but Josh so, Palmer. So didn't you gave me so much shit because I was telling you Darnell Mooney was uh, had a worse quarterback. And you're like, well, you know. Um, anyways, I think I'm going to get a better player than Gabe Davis uh, this year. But obviously – uh, that first round that, pick at, at one four at one fourteen, at one ten, bitch. Um, so I don't think he's gonna help you this year, right? So I think Gabe nope. Davis does his job for yep. one for one ten, right? Yep. So yes, sure, maybe one ten in three years is better than Gabe Davis. It better be. But guess what, be. Gabe it Davis is doing for you right now. Yeah, Gabe so. Davis is winning, and this yep. is where like the future value versus present value. Certainly. comes into play when you're talking about picks versus players, right? A lot yeah. of people like to think like, oh, this pick is this player is going to be better than that player I trade for, right? Well, yeah. But when? But oh, when? Of course. Oh, seven for 75 now. Let's um go. well, yeah, of course he is. That's the that's the point. 
right? You're trading future value versus present value, right? Mm-hmm. So what if I get a guy that ends up being better than Gabe Davis? Guess what he's doing right now? He's seven for 75. Guess what that pick is doing? Scoring zero points yep. on, my, on my bench, right? Yep. So that's the, that's the reason you trade your picks for players who produce, right? Okay. That being said, um, 190 to 160 is the averages for these two teams. Corey, you're averaging 190. Uh, Mike is averaging 160. Uh, these two teams, Mike has struggled, honestly, the last three weeks to even get over 160. I think he's 155 is his current best over the last three weeks. On the other side, you look at guys like Ayuk, AJ, CD, Kelsey. Um, Kelsey might score enough to to beat Mike's entire team this week, I, I think, um, especially if uh, Taylor Swift shows up. Ooh, um, touchdown, Gabe Davis. All right. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Good for you. Um, so that helps me. Uh, I think I think uh, Corey. I think you win this week. Uh, I think you win big, and I think I would lay if I if I had the choice. Right. Uh, I would lay the points here. I did. I thought this was kind of a layup, um, so I didn't pick it. Uh, but I'd lay the points. I think you score 205. I think Mike scores 155. Lay the points and cover. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a blowout. A lot of injuries for Mike. I just, I just had this feeling like I oh, feel is, like. Is that, my... is that a PAT cover? Is it? I think. Did he make the extra point? I can't tell. Oh, I can't tell. Yep. PAT cover. Nice. Boom. PAT hit it. I bet uh, 25 to win 64. Nice. Let's and make so it happen. I just feel like this is the week. Like my team is like, you know, we're scoring 190, we're scoring 180, we're, you know, we're getting there. But I feel like this is just no buys this week. I feel like I go off. I think I just pop off. Yeah. I'm going. I'm. I feel like my team is due. Um, Mike has some guys who can put up points, like J- Jacobs, McLaurin, Cooper, but they're just too inconsistent for me, especially with Cooper and No. Deshaun Watson. So, yeah. uh, I'm taking myself 222 to Ooh. 172. Ooh, you think Mike gets to 170 this week? Yeah, I think he's to 172. Sure. All right, yeah, yeah. But 222. 222. That's a big I'm, week. That's a big I'm, week to predict. I'm going off this week. I have a feeling. Did you I'm add feeling. 10 after you seen Gabe Davis score touchdown? No, no, no. I, no it's still on my notes. No, I swear to God. Okay. It's on my notes right now. All right. You better not be lying to me. I'm not. All right. I've... That being said, we'll get to the last match of the week. We got Ryan minus 14 versus Brendan. Uh, and we already have a Josh Allen at 26.62 points. So That's... don't change what you thought. I'm not. Let me hear. Let me hear it straight up. What do you think? I've got you know Jones Bar Jedi minus fourteen and a half. Brandon's team just Brandon's team just looks bad on pipe paper. Starting Quentin Johnson, Justice Hill, um, Meyer, Mayer, Samuel. Oh, he's not. Makes... No, no longer Quentin Johnson. Okay, who's he's he starting? Lockett, Ridley, Wandell Robinson, and Curtis Samuel. Okay, fine. So like, just just as disgusting. Uh, <laughs> those those guys make me physically ill. Yeah, Brennan, Bre- I think Brennan, Brennan losing Nick Bolton. Is... Well, I mean, Wandell and Curtis for sure are not very good. No, yeah. uh, Nick Bolton. Him losing Nick Bolton's a big loss for his very defense. Loss, yeah. um, Brennan needs a big Ridley and Lockett day to keep his one close. I think he does cover. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Uh, Brennan to cover, but I'll take Ryan to win one seventy four to one sixty eight. Yeah. Okay. What do, what was your points? One seventy four to one sixty eight. Okay. I think that's a lot closer than I think it's going to be. Um, Brendan's had a tough year, man. I yep. really feel for Brendan. You know, with the uh, with the uh, and I've said this a couple of times with his J.K. Dobbins loss and just some un- underperforming players. Um, and the fact that he has to play Wandell Robinson this week, it's like it's like, really, that's what this has come to. You're so light in depth 
that yeah. you have to play Wondell Robinson. Gross. Um, he's got, I mean, already on his bench, he's got a guy named Khalil Shakir from Buffalo yep. who has five catches for 78 yards. Should have started. I've, him. Ne- I've never heard of this guy. Why would you start him, right? <laughs> but instead, he's playing a guy named Wondell Robinson, which we've all heard of, which I yeah. think was a second round pick uh, to, yeah, second round, 11th, 11th pick in the second round in the New York Giants. So, I mean, why would you not expect this guy to be good, right? Um, sure. But he's not. Um, so, I mean, it's a tough year for Brendan. Um, I do like his defense. I think his defense keeps this one close, but not close enough. So I have Brendan covering the 14 and a half, but I have it 180 to 168. Uh, I would, I would, if I could take Brendan, um, but unfortunately I didn't pick him to upset this week. So I didn't take him, but I do think Brendan also covers to your point. And I think it stays in that 180 to 170 kind of range. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's a big part of that, right? So helps. You know, let's be fair. Um, so I think that's it for the picks. So let's uh, let's summarize. You and I both have a Rico uh, covering. I think uh, you have him covering. I don't. Um, Scott upset of the week. You have Dave beating Scott. Um, we both have Walt uh, covering pretty easily over Jeff. I have Kellen. You also have Kellen. Yep. This week. I have Jimmy. You have Jimmy. Nope. I have Hagerman. Oh, no. You have Hagerman in your upset this week. That's yep. right. You have upset Hagerman winning. I have Jimmy winning. Uh, and I have also have Jimmy covering. So yep. it's insane that you also have him as your upset. Um, we both have you. Um, yep. I have you covering. Did you have you covering? Yeah, I did. I did. Yep. Okay. And then uh, I have Ryan and you also have Ryan, but Ryan yep. not covering. Yep, we have Brendan covering, but Ryan winning. So that's going to be a hit to uh, Ryan's against the spread this week, is what we're predicting. Yeah, it's six yeah. and one wagon that he has going for him right, right now. All right. So last but not least, our final thought, and I want to do a little little fun thing here. I wanted to talk about the playoff outlook. Mine, yep. in your opinion, we look at the rest of the the year, and and right now I've only looked at through thirteen weeks. Me too. Really can't Me predict too. what Same. week fourteen looks like. So Same. through thirteen weeks. I'm going to tell you who I think my top six are and yep. who I think are making the playoffs. And then I'm also going to tell you who my bottom six are or my bottom eight are who yep. aren't making the playoffs. Um, but before we get into that, let me just, let me go through a little bit of my um, uh, rankings, right? Corey, this is yep. going to be interesting for you. So yep. originally Corey, I had you at the number one overall offense. You're currently third. Yep. Not bad. Right. Yep. I had uh, Julian at number two. He is currently second in overall nice. offense. Nice. Um, I had Jimmy at three. He's currently number one. Or Rico, I had ranked fourth. He is fourth. Yep. Kellen, I had ranked fifth. He's seventh. Not bad. Yep. Right. Um, Hagerman, I had ranked sixth. Unfortunately, he's at tenth. Walt, I had seventh. He's at sixth. Mike, I had eighth. Oh my God, Mike. I expected Josh Jacobs to be so much better. <laughs> but 13th. Mike is at 13th. Yeah. Um, I had Dave at nine. He's at five. So good good on Dave. Yeah. Um, I had Brendan at 10. He's currently at 12. So not bad on me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, I had at 11. He's eight. I had Ryan at 12. He's nine. I had me at 13. I am 14 with a bullet. Uh, my offense has been dreadful. And yep. I had Scott at 14 and he's 11, which honestly, I don't think I feel like I was that. No. Bad. No. Um, so that's offensive rankings. Defensively, I had Kellen as the number one defense. He's second, right? So 
Um, I think I had Kellen at five on offense, seven, and he's seventh. But I had him one on defense, and he's second. Uh, I think that's a big reason for his success. Yep. Um, I had Corey. I had you at the number two defense. You're tenth. Yeah, I'm not good. You're tenth. Yeah, not um, that good. I had Brendan at three. He's currently four. I had Jimmy at four. He's currently three. So I feel pretty good about kind of my read on things I have on defense. On offense, I had I pegged the top four. Easy peasy. Um, and on defense, I pegged three of the top four, all within one spot of themselves. And then my number five was Walt, who's currently number one. So, I mean, I have to I have to pat myself a little bit on the back here for at least nailing uh, the top fives in these, or at least being able to like look at people's rosters and and my points output gauge in my preseason predictions uh, for wins losses. Um, I also had Scott as six. He's 13th in defense. Oh, that, was a, that was a big miss. Yeah. I had a Rico at seven. He's seven. I had Jeff at eight. He's nine. I had Ryan at nine. He's currently five. I had Julian at 10. He's currently six. I had Mike at 11. He is 12. I had me at 12. I am eight. Corey Hagerman, I had him at 12. He's 11. And Dave, I had at 14. And Dave he is, four, is, 14. is 14. So, listen. When I speak is all I ask. All right, <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> enough of tooting my own horn. Um, let's get into the playoff predictions. Um, I will give you my number one seed. I think this person finishes at 11 and three. I think this person is the number one seed uh, based on points four. This person is Jimmy Henry in the Barrow Snowman. Who do you have at one? I have Jimmy Hamner. I only went 13 weeks again. I don't want to go again. I'm I have 11. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Maybe I went 14. But that's just because I counted their wins and I added it. Okay. So take I have a loss a, off, but I have, I have, Jimmy, I, have I have Jimmy 11 and two. Yeah, I have him the number one seed. hundred okay. percent. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, second seed for me. Um, I have the number two seed. It's only because of points four. I have Kellen also with 11 wins. I have, I have uh, Walt at the two seed. I, I have him at 10 and three. Okay. 10 and three going into week 14. Okay, good. Um, I have Walt at three. I have Walt with 10 wins. I think Walt loses two more on the way out. Um, so I have him at my three seed. Is he uh, only 10 win team? I have Kellen at nine and four. Okay. Nine and four at the three seed. Okay. So we got our top three are pretty much the same. You just have uh, Walt getting the buy over Kellen and Kellen being that number three guy. Yep. Um, so then my number four seed is you, Corey. I have you making the playoffs. I have you with nine wins and and uh, finishing nine and five, and and being the four seed. Who do you have at the four? I have Julian. I think I I have him at eight and five going into week fourteen. Could get to nine wins, but I have Julian getting to eight and five. Okay. Uh, based on points four, I think you overtake Julian eventually in the season. And I have Julian at number five seed also at nine and five. And at five, I have Matariko. I have Yeiser playing eight and five. Ooh, have, all uh, right. I have him as the five seed. All right. Not even um, the six seed. So then uh, the six seed, my six seed is eight and five. My six seed is somebody who currently is severely underperforming. But I think 
can turn it around if they get a little healthy and get a little luck. Luckily, they have enough wins and they have a weak schedule on the way out. I have Scott as my sixth seed at 85. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I have Ryan as a sixth seed, uh, eight and five. I okay. He, he's got Brendan, Mike, Scott on the next three. He's got to win the next three weeks, though. Like he's got Brendan, Mike, Scott, and then he finishes Walt, Arico, Kellen. That's I have Scott group. beat. I have Scott beating Ryan that week. That might be the difference, right? Yeah. And so, like, but he has. If, if I'm telling you, not, if Ryan doesn't win the next three weeks, yeah, he's done. So, so I have Arico finishing seven and seven and seven. I think two and five is too big of a hole to dig yourself out of. Okay. Um, I have him being the one hundred eight. I then have Ryan, also, um, only winning two week two games in his yeah. next uh, few yeah, that makes and, sense. and finishing at the 107. I have dump truck Dave finishing at five and nine with the 106. I have then Jeff finishing at five and nine with 105. At 104, I have Corey Hagerman um, at six and eight. The 103, we have Brendan. Um, finishing three and ten. Oh, yikes! Uh, and then one hundred two, I have Mike, and then me at one hundred one. We both finish at one and thirteen. I think there is an obvious three or four teams that teams this year have been able to beat up on, yeah. and I think that keeps the kind of cut line for making the playoffs at eight and five. Yeah. I think you have to get to eight wins, and for me, Orico being at two and five. I think to get five out of the next seven is a bit too much to ask. What? Or six. I mean, really, he needs yeah. to get six. Six of the next seven. seven. And Rich, I think that's a bit too much to ask. Rich, what remind me, what did we decide? What, I forget. What did what's the week 14? Is it one versus 14? Yes. Two versus 13. Okay, we did do that. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was one one verse 14, two verse 13, 13 et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Okay. Yeah, we thought that was the best. I so I so let's just say, right, um, Orico finishes the year um, at nine. Yep. Uh, he's playing you, probably. Mm-hmm. Or Julian. Yeah. He loses that game. We'll see. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think he loses that game. I think he finishes 7-7. Seven seven. Ooh, Don Kincaid, um, 458 and a touchdown. What's that now? Dalton Kincaid, four for fifty-eight in a touchdown. Uh, that's a hit. That's a hit. That's a hit. Yep. Uh, let's see yep. what else we got here. What, what about Poyer and Devin White? Uh, I need one tackle from White and two tackles from Poyer. Oh come on, Poyer. And we have a quarter and a half to play. Come on. Everything else is hit. Love it. Yeah, that's I need awesome. I need three tackles. That's it. Easy peasy. It. And they're Easy. both on different teams. So yeah. Uh, anyways, um. But well, if we look at the schedule, right, um, Orico has me this week, layup. He wins it, right? So yep. he goes to three and five. Yep. Then he has Jeff. He needs to win. Should win it, right? Yes. That's yes. four and five. Yep. Then he has Dave, who should yep. win that. That's five yep. and five. He yep. has you. I think he loses. Okay, five and six. Right, five and six. And and, yep. and then he has Ryan. He wins. Win. Brennan. And then he wins. has Brennan. He wins. Yep. But then when he has to play a, 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 a guy ranked higher than him, um, I think he loses. I think he loses that game. So I can see him losing two out of the next seven. But to and me, I, to me, all he has to do is go one and one against me in that week fourteen. I don't think he beats the week fourteen opponent. 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So, so so for me, I think I think if he only wins five out of the next, if he runs the table and wins the next six games, he's in. Period. Yep. I don't care what he does in week fourteen. He's in. I think eight, eight wins gets him in. But I just think that two and five hole he's dug himself. That was such a critical loss last week to lose by six points and not start Jordan Addison. It's just like soul crushing, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just if he just won that game and he's three and four right now, it's a completely different story. We're saying Orico's in, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you've said it already, but I just I just can't quite get get there with him. The next one that I have is my odd man out uh, is Ryan. Um, mm. So I have Scott. So let's talk about. Do you think Scott is your odd man out? Like the the, the first one out of the playoffs? No, he, I, I, I have his first one out. Me. Okay, so let's talk about you. Uh, let's talk about your schedule here. Yep. Let me just scroll up to you. I got. I got. I go. Mike Scott. So win, we, win, and win. Yeah. Then I have Walt. Okay. And that and that's a week when I don't. I don't when I play Walt. I don't have. Wait. So uh, you're so so you're four and three right now, right? Yep. So you're gonna go into the Walt week at six and three. And I don't. And that week I don't have AJ Brown or Travis Kelsey. Okay, so you're six and four. Let's say you lose six the and four. Rico. Yep. Don't know. Well, I know, but what did you have when you did this list? You have I have. Losing? I have me losing. I have me losing. Okay, so you're six and four. And then six you and have five, six and five. Six and five. I lose to Walt and Rico. I'm six and five. Okay, six and five. I'm sorry. Yeah, then I lose. The, then I lose to Kellen. Uh, six and six. Then I win. I beat Corey. Seven and six. And then you have to play. I, I don't know. Don't know. I I I didn't do it all the way. I I, yeah. I don't know. No, it comes, no, I got it, you. I'm just saying when it when it coming into week 14, I'm in seventh place. I'm not. I mean, again, yeah. I, I'm gonna be in must. I also kind of did all the way, and I also did not all the way on some of my picks. So I, I mean, take it for what it is. So, but either way, um, so you have I'm, you first man out, and you have Scott. What do you, what do you think is gonna happen with Scott? I don't know. I don't. I don't look at Scott's <laughs> fucking bullshit. Like, hey, I know what, how you feel. But shut the fuck up and let's talk about it. Let's let's so look. Scott, here. Scott, Scott, Scott is, is four and three. three. Okay, let's he plays Dave. He plays Dave. We both this have week. him beat, and you That's have Dave win. winning. You That's you a... have Dave winning. Uh no. No? No. No, no, I do. You're right. You're right. I have Dave winning. You're right. So, so have... that's that's a big difference there. I have I have yep. him beating Dave. Then he plays you, and obviously I'm you think him. you're beating him, right? I'm beating so him. for yep. you, that's two losses. Then he plays yep. Ryan. Ryan. So 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 he's four and five. Then he yep. plays Ryan. What happens there? Uh he's gonna lose. So four and six. Yep. Plays Brendan. Wins. Five and six. He plays Mike. Wins. Six and six. He plays Jimmy. Loses. Six and seven. And then he's either seven and eight or seven and seven. Doesn't get in. Either way, doesn't get it done. See, so the difference for me is I have him beating beat, Dave. I have him beating Dave, beating Ryan. I have him That's beating. Fine. I think I think I have him beating. I think I have him winning four out of the next six. He beats Dave, he beats Ryan, he beats Brendan, he beats Mike. So that right there is seven. And then he wins the eighth in the in the final week. I don't think he's good enough to get to I don't think he's good enough to to win. I don't think he can beat I think Dave, Ryan, uh Brendan and Mike. But if but if he's in the what 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 seed would he be going in the week fourteen? Would he be like seven? He'd be seven and he'd be seven and five. Going into last week, right? Okay, no. So, Wait, hold on. No, he'd be so. What are he? Four and three, right? He'd be seven and six. He'd be seven no, and no. six. No, no, he'd be eight. Eight and five. Eight and five. Going into last week. Okay, that that's it. That if means he wins, he gets... if he wins four out of the next six, six. he's eight yeah. and five. And and then you're gonna play like a, yeah, you're gonna play a 
a Rico. You're gonna, you don't, he doesn't want to play a Rico. No, 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 Rico. no, but he's gonna, he's gonna be playing somebody below him. Rico might be, I'm not saying Rico could be below him, right? No, you're could right, be, you're right. It could be could, Scott could versus be Rico to get in the playoffs. Right, I think could that be. could very, very feasible uh, matchup that we could see on the horizon. But, sure. but even these teams that have winning records have to win four out of the next six. I just think it's like he, you, you know, you know, he's had those just 120 point stinkers. You got to believe he's going to have another one. You just put her hope so, it's not okay. against. So, so, but her hope is not against Jeff or somebody. So he he scored 104 points the first week. Yep. He scored 124, 25 points, uh, this the fourth week. Yep. But he's also scored 208. He's also yep. scored 182, mm-hmm. 163, 190, 175. So. Not great. I think that 104 is really bringing down his points average. I think he's very. I think he's very capable of scoring league average. This is 183 right now. Um, I don't think he's done it twice. Yeah, he's done it twice. I know, but what I mean is, if you look, if but if you look at the last three weeks, 170, 170, 175, 190. Yep. And so, what is that? 163 plus 175 plus 190. Divided by three, 176. And I think that's enough to get it done against Dave this week. Sure. Probably against Dave, but like you, you can't, but I'm saying he can't slip up against Ryan, right? He no, can't. you're right. You're right. Ryan has proved to be more formidable than we thought he was going to be. Can't slip up against Ryan. You, and then you look at like, I, I don't think Rich is, or uh, Mike's a problem, but then you look at, you can't lose a Jeff. You can't lose a Jeff week 11. Who, Scott? Oh, sorry, sorry. You can't lose a Brendan in week 11. Can't lose a Brendan. No, he won't. I mean, come on. What do you have Brendan at? Huh? What do you have oh, Brendan finishing at? Probably like three. Probably. I don't three know. wins. I, I didn't, yeah. Right? I'm so just I saying, mean, I'm yeah. just saying, but when you when you, when you you throw up a 140-50 burger, 160 no, burger. This is true. Brendan's, this is true. Brendan's a, a bill, it, is able with Josh Allen. No, just you're right. Put up you're right. And, and we're seeing some of that tonight, right? We're seeing some, some of that tonight. Yeah, he's already got, yeah. 28 points almost, so. He he's got he, I'm I think you and I both agree if if Scott doesn't beat Dave this week it's over. Yeah, very well. I think it's over. I think it's over. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. yeah. If Scott if Scott Scott needs to win this week because I don't think he beats you and I don't think he beats Jimmy. Jimmy. No. So he has to win this week. He has to win this. He week. has to win the games he has to win and he has to beat Ryan. Yes. Right. He has to beat Ryan. He doesn't beat. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. So he should beat Brennan. He should beat Mike. And and you and I are split on him versus Dave this week. Yeah. Um. So other than that, if he steals one against you, we probably know he won't steal one against Jimmy, depending on buys. Because week thirteen, I think, like we talked about, is six teams on buy that week. Yeah. Um. So we don't know kind of what that's going to look like. Anything can happen in week thirteen this year. Really. Um. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But I do think I do think it's seven and seven. Um, I have a, I have a Rico and I have Ryan look outside looking in, um, but I do think the eight and five, um, or nine and five. I'm sorry, eight and seven. Uh, no, eight and five. Yeah, no, eight and six. Sorry, I'm sorry. I am all over the place. Eight and six. <laughs> Scott uh, gets in. Um, anything else you want to touch on on, no, uh, think, on playoff think, rankings? I think we touched it, man. Yeah. No, good deal. Um, Thanks, buddy. So, Corey, uh, that is it for you and I. Uh, right, I appreciate you doing your second turn on the on the podcast. You know, I enjoy um, it. We have such a good conversation. We have such a good back and forth. Um, so I appreciate you coming on. 
Uh, and good luck this week uh, against. Uh, well, I don't even know if you need it, yeah, you're playing Mike. It. But uh, good luck. I hope all your, all your players stay healthy. Um, good luck, everybody. Stay healthy. Go Lions. Anything, Corey? No, I'm good, man. I appreciate your time, buddy. Yeah, thanks, bud. Talk See to you later. Bye, everybody.